Welcome to another episode of the Shut Up and Roll for Initiative podcast, a live play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition campaign from the Shut Up and Respawn network. Find us at www.shutupandrespawn.com, join our Discord channel at the links provided on the website, and consider supporting us at patreon.com slash s-u-a-r-f-i. Now it's time to shut up and roll for initiative. Hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Great. Now let's regroup out of harm's way and form a plan. You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Either we heal now as a team. Or we will die as individuals. Gear up. It's time. A day may come when the courage of men fails. When we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship. But it is not this day. An hour of wolves and shattered shields when the age of men comes crashing down. But it is not this day. This day we flinch all night. Master Chief, you mind telling me what you're doing on that ship? Sir, finishing this fight. Fears shall be shaken. Shields shall be splintered. A sword day! A red day! The day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Shut Up and Roll for Initiative podcast, where us, me, Steven, we've got Devin, Barry, and Mike here, where we try to play Dungeons and Dragons and get all the rules incorrect, but we're going to have a fun time doing it. So, to start off, last time we were here, we had, let's, we'll do a real quick recap, all right? We fought a bunch of dudes. Uh, Shield did not die for the very first time in like the whole campaign. We did a session where he did not die. Um, Mike had a session where he actually rolled and killed a bunch of stuff. Devin did not murder any innocent people. And overall, I think we had a really good session where we were actually coming back to the town of Phandalin to figure out where we're going to go next now that we've encountered the dragon and we're getting ready to go fight off a bunch of people. So I would just stop my game last time, okay? Tonight? I understand. All right, so... So let's go ahead and jump right into it. We are in the village of Phandalin, and we are deciding where we're going to go. I think we have a couple options of whether we need to go find a sword or take someone to a mine so that she can peace out of this town that she doesn't like. So, all right, Barry, take it away. The As the, as the morning dawns, uh, Finn has had an opportunity to talk with Helia Thornton. Helia has made a proposition that... Ooh, he escort her, or him and his companions escort her to the, um, to a to a mine that she knows about, that not a lot of people of Fandolin know about. But she is really kind of tired of what's happening in Fandolin. She's been running the Miners Exchange for a really long time, um, with the leadership of Harbin Wester. She's pretty exhausted with um with what's going on. It feels like Neverwinter is just kind of encroaching in a more political aspect and they don't really seem to be supporting the hardworking people of Fandolin. 
So she would really like some some help getting to this mine. She kind of wants to just stay there, deal with um, not deal with Fandolin anymore. Um, it felt like Finn was a little excited about that about about that prospect, but he hadn't really made any conversation with his companions yet. In the meantime, Lenin Greywind had exp- explained to both right uh, Shield and Barrack that we really need to get rid of this dragon. And there actually is a sword hidden away in the Dragon Barrow that would be useful against this creature. Um, she's promised to provide some assistance as much as she can um, if, if you're willing to do that. So you guys find yourself once again at the, at the Stonehill Inn um, as, as the morning is breaking, as the hustle and bustle of the village begins um, with some decisions to be had. I'm not sure if Finn is actually in the village or not. I am outside the village camping. Approximately 100 feet, so he's still within bowshot. It's true. <laughs> in, in bow I'm within bowshot. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, so there's, there's been a couple, of, a couple of requests made to you all, but it's kind of time to decide which of those op- op- options you want to take. Beric. I think it's time we grab some supplies and we head off. I don't really much want to stay in town very long. If we can, the quicker we leave, the quicker we can get some stuff done, and we can actually help people instead of staying here. Sounds good. I think we have our direction. Let's go to Yon Supply Wagon and get some supplies. Is there anything that we need for the trip? Do we have enough rations? Do we need anything else? Um, we're probably short on rations. We should probably get some of those. I only have... Um, I probably need to pick up some more crossbow bolts. As far as rations go, it looks like looks like I have um, two rations. <laughs> I only have two. That's it. I, I do. Know. I only have two rations. So yes, I, I need so. to go get some more. I need to go get some more, and we'll probably need to get some from Fen. I need I need some more crossbow bolts, so let's go. All right. Um, then we need to go to Barthens Provisions. So let's we head so over to Barthens. Barthens is, yeah, Barthens is just opening up. They're they're getting things ready. Some they're rolling some casks out to the front. Uh, they are laying out some some tables and things to kind of get things going. Elmar Barthen, the old proprietor, is is back there. Wiping down counters and getting ready. He says, "Glad to see you, hey lads." So, you're making quite a name for yourselves around here. I uh, hoping that maybe you rid you rid us of this pesky beast that seems to be wanting to encroach on our lands. You mean Harbin? We're gonna do we're gonna do our best to get rid of all the beasts in your way. We would we would truly appreciate it. You betcha, you betcha. That dragon included. We'll get rid of your. Good for town. There are, there are, there are quite a few uh, beasts. There are. Uh, we be in search of. We be. Uh, we be. We are in we search be. of some rations and and some supplies for our journey. Um, can you point us in the direction, and we'll supply up. Oh, gladly. Uh, my rations. I'll take five silver for a for a day's worth of rations. Um. Uh, shield, how? What should we do here? How many? How much? What should we buy for? I have enough. Well, where are you? Where are you? Where, where are you headed, lads? 
I don't know. We just, I don't know. So we, Where are we going the shield? We are, so we've been asked to go find to go find an item, um, and that is over near. I'll tell you what it's over near. Okay, I'll tell you. Give me a second. Just pull out that map. Because we're in Fabulous. Uh, yes? Do the Burrow Mound to the bur- towards the Burrow Mounds? Is that a place? Is that a place you know? Headed to the Burrow Mounds. It is. In uh, fact, let me let me let. Me, do you know how much, how long of a journey you have ahead of you? Let me let me enlighten you. Um, I'm new oh, here. Nice. Well, we want you to be well provisioned if you're heading that way. Let me see here. Let me. He, so he gets. He he pulls up his. Pulls up his map and um, lays it out on the table. If you're looking now, you're going to be pretty much on your way north to Neverwinter, oh. um, and you can really keep to the road if you wish. It would be the safest, and the road is well. The road is well traveled, and you're not going to face a lot of a lot of nonsense on your way. But um, while you're headed, oh, I'd say near the edge of the forest, somewhere between the road and 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 there. Let's see if I can find my. Give me that. The barrow's about oh, I'd say a good day and a half's travel from here oh. with a good horse and a wagon. Near near two, near two days. Then I believe we have enough provisions to make that trip. I have enough uh, for all of us. I believe that's not that's okay. not as far as I thought it would be. Um, I forget this guy's name. What's his name? This is Elmar. Elmar Barth. Yeah, Elmar Barth. Elmar, do you have do you have anything in the way of some crossbow bolts? I need to resupply those. Oh, we've got we've got some we've we have got plenty of, of ammunition laying around here. Um, excellent. And food for uh, the horses. Food for the horse for our wagon. We we can sell you we can sell you food for the horses. I'll pay for the I'll pay for the animals. No. Okay. 20, 20, be... 20 bolts is a gold piece. Word. Word indeed, lad. Wordeth. Word indeed. Wordeth, wordeth up. Wordeth to thine mother. Wait a second. Am I and... buying these by the bundle? What's happening here? You're going to buy them by the bundle. They're, 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 they're bundled bolts. Oh, they are bundled? Awesome. Bundled bolts of 20. And how much, can dig it. And how much for uh, food for the animals? Um, it's, it's, it's going to be 10 silver, a gold, I guess, enough to, to feed your animals on the journey for a day. All right. I pass him over one gold. Do you, uh, do you think that Fen's going to need anything? Can we get him something? Maybe a muzzle or something? I have enough, I have enough rations for Finn also. I think I can cover this trip. Okay. What about arrows? Should we, should we... Try to sit, bring him a peace offering. Bring him some arrows. <laughs> um, I think that might. Be, I don't. I don't know. I. I am. I am for sure certain that there are some special type of arrow that Finn uses, and that these won't be adequate. But it would be a nice peace offering. Do you have any trick arrows that say explode as he loads them? I. I'm not. I don't have anything so fancy, son. But uh, they're well made and will serve well. <laughs> I'm sure he has his own arrows. Well, I appreciate you, Elmer. Do you have any glue? Sorry, um, couldn't couldn't help it. <laughs> Why do people keep no, asking me that? 
Everybody asks me that question. We appreciate you, sir. We should dispatch of this dragon soon. We will see you. Well, we would truly be grateful. Have a good. Keep those those orcs away from our village as well. Word. All right. Let's go find. Yes. Wordeth. 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 Um, Let's go find Finn. I believe he's on the outskirts of town. So we're gonna go walk to. We're gonna go find Finn. So as you're as you're you're in Fandlin with our wagon. Yeah, you're in Fandlin with your wagon. Um, Walking around town, um, Finn. You you were staying to the south, I thought, right? Uh, what? <clears throat> no, I was. We entered from the north, did we not? Yes, that we from the, you entered from the north initially. Yes, yeah. and so I I stayed outside of town, a hundred feet north of the village. I did uh, travel around a little bit while they were there, but I I'm back at the north where we're exiting out. I believe we need to go back to the north, right? We're, you're you're going to be heading north eventually, yes. Yeah, so that's why I, I just I explored while they were in town, but I stayed close to the north. So, oh come on! All right, well, as you guys are leaving um, Martha's provisions, Lenine is standing there, kind of tapping her feet impatiently. Uh, yes, Lady Greenwind. Do for you, madam. Well, I thought you were going to come by before you left. We we did come by. Sorry, I got I got busy. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, go ahead. We uh <laughs> we did come by. We just left your place. That was that was a few days ago. We Oh, it's we been made, days? We made the requisition that you Ooh. asked for. Hold on, hold on. I, I I need to get in the right frame of mind. So this after our last session, this is days after our last session. This is days after. This isn't just right after. This is not right after. I will update my notes. <laughs> there was a requisition made of of Lady Greywind. Indeed, for there some was assistance from us uh, for a, some assistance with tangling with. A dragon, especially yeah, a dragon true. who breathes icy, frosty death from its face. Many, many apologies, Lady Greywind. No, uh, we did not know. Oh, we're not. We, I, I, I lost track are, of time. I'm afraid you'd already left, and we're bailing on our and we're bailing on our deal. But no, madam, no, madam. We are right. here. We are headed to May the borough as we speak. We're a little off this evening, as it were. Um, Maybe maybe there was something in the water that we drank this morning, but I just showed up. We'll, yeah, we'll 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 get there. Maybe we'll someone didn't update their notes. It's okay. Okay, it's possible. Well, follow me. Um, and she she heads back to the to the coaster. There's a few people hanging around out the front of it. Um, there's not a lot of business today with with their merchants exchange. Um, so as she walks in, she just motions you to come to the back. She says, "Oh, aren't there three of you?" Uh, Finn will be is watching the perimeter of Fandolin. He's afraid of orcs coming in, so he is uh, doing his duty. For once, listen, I I made a requisition to the family. Um, seeing as how you're doing us a mighty favor, and we we would be remiss if not providing a little bit of insurance and hope that you would be successful. Um. I, they provided me what they could, so 
I would hope that this would aid you on your journey as much as possible. And she leads back, and there's these big, like, curtained area. These really tall curtains. And obviously, there's a bunch of equipment back behind these behind these curtains. She goes in there. doesn't really open them up for, where you, you can see everything. But when she walks back out, she all she has is this long, thin mahogany case. Um, about six inches by four inches by two inches. Not very big at all. Okay. She sets it down on the counter in front of her and says, These are very important heirlooms to my family, as is the sword that you hopefully are able to recover. This should provide you with what you need and with what my family is willing to provide to get this task done. She opens the case, and there are three beautifully crafted rings. They look like they're made of platinum set with some flecks of sapphire etched very beautifully. And um, just the craftsmanship is amazing. I mean, they're stunning rings. Um, She says... I know it looks, and she kind of looks up at the uh, the Loxodon standing in front of her and says, this may seem like a small trinket to someone of your stature, especially of what you're up against. But trust me when I tell you, this will aid you far greater than than any plate of, of armor or shield or even your own lithe agility, she looks down at Beric, may provide. Well, I thank you, Lady Greywin. This is what, what, what do they do? What is? Well, how does says, it protect us? And she, and when she picks them up, you can tell that she's gotten them as close as she possibly can um, without having seen you before. Just kind of guess to what your finger size may be, but they seem to fit pretty well uh, to the two of you. Um, and when you put them on, you feel this, like this warmth, kind of course through your body. Uh, emanating first from the ring and then kind of like goes throughout your whole body and then just kind of settles and then kind of dissipates. But you felt that initial warmth. He says, these will, these will protect you from, from the beast's breath. So you guys now have these rings of cold resistance and you now have resistance to all cold damage. Ooh. Let's see. Ring, uh, ring of... Beric tugs on uh, on Shield's coat. Yes, Beric. Says, "Do you have fingers?" Uh, yes, I do. He does. Aren't you an elephant? Like they don't have fingers. <laughs> we uh, I'm surprised. Surprised I, to know you have fingers. <laughs> I do have fingers. How I have been moving around. How I tie my shoes. Tie my tie. Use. I have a thumb <laughs> tie, that helps. Tie my tie. So what is it? Ring of resistance. Ring of, resistance. Ring of cold resistance. I guess this so could be. Have, uh, you have, you have resistance you. against cold damage. So you're you're always going to take half, only half damage from any, from any attack that is cold of cold in nature. So say you were to make a a saving throw against a spell that provi- that that is provide that does cold damage, right? So usually when you make a saving throw, you're only going to take. Half damage from that, from said spell or spell or said effect, you would even half that damage now with this ring on on, on your person. Lady Greywind, Sweet. we are very appreciative of the help that you've offered us. It's not not exactly what I expected, but we will take anything that we can. Um, we are on I our promise, way now to. We... No, please. I promise it's it is the absolute 
most we can provide without hopefully being insulting. So I, you, uh, uh, you said these were heirlooms. Are you going to want these back? We just hope they serve you well. Okay. If we die, I apologize. You might have a hard time. The if, risk we're, if he dies, I'll risk see that you get take. it back. All right. Don't so I grab the rings and let's go head off and let's go rings? grab Rings? Whatever. Give me mine. I Mine, give you mine. yours, and I'm holding on to Fen's. So I'm going to go give it to Fen. And I think I still have 100 oh, yeah. gold for Fen also that we got from Harbin. He'll never see. Hey, he doesn't know that. <laughs> so we head out north. It's Gumbarak. We have... I'm on your six. Fen, you, um, you're out there patrolling like you do, how you do. Um, what have you been doing while these guys mm. were... Uh, so while they are in town, I have been patrolling. I have been foraging. Uh, I found some poisonous mushrooms. <laughs> Roll a survival check. Survival. Mm-hmm. You want D twenty for that? I do want a D twenty for that. Give him a D. You have a plus. That's with your plus five. You got a nine. <laughs> yeah, because I only got a four. Okay. Um, you in your search for for some poisonous mushrooms. You don't come. You don't really come across much like, like you thought. You were pretty sure this was a good area for it, but in your search, you really only find a couple of um, real small, not well, not a good cluster of them. Not as many as you would like to find. So, it, it's enough to do, you know, to make someone pretty ill, but it wouldn't be enough to kill someone. Gotcha. So my whole plan with the poisonous mushrooms is to make a mix that I can dip my arrowheads into. Okay. Uh, mixed with some fecal matter and other things that I have found to cause an increased damage uh, to the enemies when I shoot them. Okay, so, so yeah, no, I mean, and you, you know, as if you want to go throughout your day, um, every, about every two hours, you could do another survival check to see if you find even more components for what you're trying to put together. Okay. Uh, you're also going to have to, at some point, do some either medicine checks or nature checks to, you know, see if you mix this right to do the damage increase or, or create the certain effect you're looking for. But yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And other than that, I've just been kind of hanging out, out in the front, just waiting for them to All right. get done with the people in the town. Your, your passive perception. You don't even, you don't even have to, you know, think about it. You, you hear um, shields, telltale footsteps, and Barrick's telltale chatter as they're walking up the, the path towards you. So, uh, so S.H.I.E.L.D., I can't believe that we didn't get anything from town. I guess uh, we'll just have to start this excursion without any any kind of stuff to go with us. But that's okay. I think we'll be all right. Everyone should be okay. Ben. Oh, hi, Ben. Oh, hey, ben. How's it going? <laughs> I didn't even see you there. Oh, hey, dirty trash panda. How you been? How you been? Ben, we I, have, how was uh, your... How was you were lying outside. to me. I think you were lying to me. I think how was you your got stay outside of town? We had a bed it was pretty great. Sleep. I had yeah. a good conversation. Uh, with, oh, yeah? With, yeah? with the trees? <laughs> yeah, with nature. Ah, I am one with nature. nature. I, that's cool, man. I thrive in the wilderness as a ranger. You know. I'm, I bet you I do. I, can, raccoon, I smell, I smell yeah. some interesting smells on you. You must have been cooking. <laughs> Yeah, indeed I was. I was trying to help aid in our quest by oh, yeah? creating a, a little special, you know, mix to put on my arrowheads when we're oh, fighting. 
yeah. You could always just hit something, you know. That could yeah, be fun. That's, you know, versus that's having fun, to, you know, taint I your like arrows with additives. I, yeah, and miss. You like to improvise and miss. It's cool. Whatever. Whatever. Some days you hit, some days you miss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you can have any of those hit days. Oh, good. <laughs> they were good? Uh, yeah, they were, they were good. Are you two done? Oh, I'm I'm good. I could stab him in the back when he walks away, but it's okay. <laughs> um, then here's a hundred gold You'd from. Miss. Here's a hundred gold from the town master. Um, oh, perfect. We collected from saving Alphonse and checking on his brother, and then this ring is a ring from Lady Greywind that they have had in their family, and that she believes that they can protect us from. Or at least help us in our fight against the dragon. And I toss uh, Fen the ring and the bag of coin. Excellent. So in my inventory, what do I need to put down to add this ring? It's called ring. So of... you're gonna. It's a ring of cold. Res- of... It's a ring of resistance. And so um, this one happens to be cold resistance. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll look up ring of resistance. Skip to content. And then you. Stephen Lamson. Um, cold resistance because there's options, but this one is against cold and uh she has asked us to go find something that might aid us in freeing the uh the area of cryovane she believes that there is a sword that was used to fight off another dragon that was here in the past and she believes that the sword has been buried and that if we find it it can actually help us fight off cryovane and she she told us where to find it um, she wants it back when we're done fighting off the dragon, but we at least have a place where we can go and we can see if see if it if anything's there, if the if the sword exists or not. All right. And you did anything? Ah, uh, yes, I had a conversation, uh, which I think might help us. We need to go uh, up to the mine, and. Um, what mine? The mine. Uh, it's eluding my mind at the moment. I might have it is, uh, ingested it's, it's a few mushrooms while the... you guys were in town. <laughs> she she called it the Toe Hill Mine. The Toe Hill Mine. There it is. There you go. And, uh, you know, she wants to get out of town. And she's a wonderful lady. I'm sure you'll like her. You won't have any prejudice against her. Um, she's going to meet us here in just a little bit because I told her we'd be more than happy to accompany her to the mine and keep her safe. Where, where do you know where the mine is? Uh, to the north. Ah, to the north. It appears that all of our travels is it to the north. <clears throat> it it starts to the north, but she didn't really specify exactly where to the north. Yeah. All right. I guess. Uh... We'll we'll wait for it and then we'll get underway. If we're the uh, the place that we are going, we have been told that it's to the north towards Neverwinter. So we'll be headed on the high road north. Um, they said that was the safest place we could go. So maybe both we can accomplish both things quickly and hopefully we can figure out how to get rid of this dragon and maybe move on from Fandolin and get away from this town master and the all the machinations of the town here. I agree. So it's only about, it only takes about 15 minutes of you guys chatting and talking before you kind of hear a, <clears throat> hey, how's it going? <laughs> she 
she bows says I'm, I'm i'm glad to finally be leaving Excellent. Um, me too. Are you the going to Toe Hill or the mountain? Or... Oh. oh, this is Elephant Man. This is a Raccoon Trash Panda Guy. Uh, no. <laughs> now you know who we are. She's already met us, right? Yeah, so she... we'll, we'll, met, we'll met again, <laughs> Heroes of Phandalin. Um, I've met I'm, this I, person before? She was, at the, she was at the town hall meeting. When I uh, lit off fireworks, you know, mm-hmm. when I had a bad yeah. day. Yeah. Who is it? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. 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 Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I'm assuming I'm assuming your bay friend has explained where I need to be taken. Yes. He was vague on some of the details. Uh, would you mind letting us know what's going on? Telling oh, us again? No, we, we're... All we have to do is head a little north out of Fandolin, and then we're going to continue continue northeast, uh, just a little bit up the Tribor Trail. Uh, the mine has been well hidden, but it's on the it's on the mountain's toe. We call it the Toe Hill, the Toe Hill Mine. But the mountain's toe, which is just barely on the edge, I'll sh- I'll point out here. She's got this little scrap piece of paper that that she um, pulls out and draws a little sketch. To where this lies, it's just right here at the edge of the, uh, right at the, right at the base of the of the of the hilly part of the mountains. And you plan on staying there? You just need escort to the to the mine. Listen, full disclosure, there there are some of my companions there, and I just wish for them to hear from people more than me that that Fandolin is safe enough. And that there are they're a little oh how do I say they're a little untrusting and have not they themselves left the mine in quite some time. They are mistrusting of people in general or of the current administration. Of people in general. The the, the mine we, we feel the mine will be very lucrative. We don't wish to share it with anybody else. Um oh. and I don't I don't know that that if 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 the location were disclosed, that we would be safe. I understand. I don't. What discretion it, is key here is all I'm trying to say. It appears, which, Barrett, which means which means payment goes up. Not for you. <laughs> we we can discuss the payment once we talk with with what ex- with the le- What exactly is in this mine? Well, there's a lot. There's a lot of gold to be had that you don't want to share with anybody. Listen, the people of Fandolin are fools, no, I, and, I, I, and I get that. I get and, that. And they and they would try to lay claim for Neverwinter. Hmm. It and just that's all we're getting ourselves into. We're just it, listen. It just doesn't. It just, there. That's all. I, I just. I just wish. I wish to go there not alone. Maybe have someone vouch for me that, in fact, Fandolin continues to be riding the coattails of Neverwinter, and that I wish to essentially defect without any malice. I just wish to reside with them in the mine. Hmm. Like I said, not a big deal. We're just going to accompany her up there, make sure she's safe, and then we'll be on our way. Um, I'm going to 
roll a perception to see if I can discern okay. anything from her, from her um, um, demeanor, yeah. face. Her, gotcha. Yeah, just I have. Are you just see, checking I have her a, out. Uh, no, I have a. Are you trying to read her? Let me hang on just a second. Hang on just a second. Um, so so I have a proficiency bonus. Um, yeah, you, so you have a total of plus six to that. Yeah, so my for my investigation and perception, because I want to see if, just if I can discern anything that she's doing. And that, oh, nice! I discern that she is a woman, most likely, because I because I rolled a two. Well done. Two plus six. Yeah, um, <laughs> she might be a biped. I don't know. She might have another leg under her dress. I'm unclear. From what you from what you can tell, you can tell there's a level of agitation to her. In other words. She, it feels pretty genuine that she's just absolutely fed up with Fandolin. It seems like they don't seem to have the people's better interest at heart. They don't really seem to be um, worried about threats they should be worried about. They just seem pretty foolish in general, and she's pretty much had it with them. That tracks. So her, yeah, her annoyance and her demeanor just as she's just she's had it. So it seems best that if we uh, take you to the mine first before we head off to the burrow and search for our other for our other prize. So I would appreciate it. If anything, you know, I don't want to have to face off a band of orcs myself. Do you have a trunk or anything that a, you're going to take she, with she, you? She has a pack on. She's a pretty she's a pretty hardy woman. She's She's not dainty at all. She's, she doesn't act like a noble or, or any kind of foppish manner. She's wearing very common clothes, but obviously well-fit and looks like she she can handle herself. She just recognizes that with what's going on out and about, with dragons about, with orcs about, everybody's kind of on edge. She just doesn't want to chance the trip alone. All right, I'll okay. start driving the carriage. Finn, shall you keep a watch? Make sure we don't run into any uh, boars. Sounds good to me. I'll I'll keep pace through the woods. All right. Over the river and through the woods. We're not so, going through the woods, are we? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. No, you're just gonna yeah, you'll just head you'll just head north out of out of Fandolin, get on the Triber Trail, head that way to reach the toe of the mountain. The day goes pretty well, in fact. Um it's a nice sunny day. It's we're getting closer to fall, but it there's not as much of a nip in the air quite yet. Uh, you know, is um, not quite into winter, but you know that's it's kind of a nice dusky sunlight instead of a like a beating, you know, down sunlight. You know, it's not just exhausting kind of um, kind of weather. So it's pretty pleasant. Um, she kind of keeps to herself. She looks like she's pretty determined just to be there. She doesn't really seem to have any any inclination to look back or to worry or even make much conversation. She's pretty quiet, but the, the, the day goes pretty uneventfully as you make your way towards that, towards that mine. Barak is going to try to um, get not like close to her, but just start to walk with her and just strike conversation. Uh, Halia, how, how goes your journey? Do you need anything? Oh, I'm fine. I, 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 I'm glad to be off out of that stupid, unfortunate, and miserable place. I, I, I don't know how to tell you how unfortunate it is and how disappointed I am and what 
how things have, have kind of evolved for that that little for that little village. I think there was quite a bit of opportunity for things to go a lot better, but I have to say, I kind of feel like they're going to succumb to this beast and and its machinations. And this land's cursed, if you ask me. Not having been um, it's a little in that town long, and being a traveler, obviously, um, what is some of the history of Fandolin that that you know of that leads you to believe that? Well, Fandolin itself began as as just nothing more than a bunch of good, hardworking folk trying to carve out an existence in the wilderness. You know, we we knew that there was treasure to be had in these mountains. We knew there was gold to be had, and we could potentially create something great. Um, I'm not sure. It was before my time how the how the nobles of Neverwinter ended up sending their their little garrison of of politicians. But I, I just, it doesn't feel like anybody who was an original founder of the town seemed to fight hard enough like they could have. And what I mean by fight, I'm not meaning with sword or shield, you, you understand. I mean simply with, with holding our ground to who we are. Uh, even, 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 even Tolbin, who is, not Tolbin, but um, I forgot his name already. Harbin? Elmer? Even no, not Harbin. Even um, oh, Alphonse. Harry Gooney. This is embarrassing. <laughs> Moltar. Mol. Just, just take. Mol. Just take your time, Halia. Uh, well, it is Tolbin. It, it is Tolbin. I said it right the first time. Your name's I'm, so I'm so exasperated by what's happening. I said his name in the right first. Tolbin. He's 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 the innkeep. The innkeep, the inn's been there for as long as anybody can remember. He seemed to just kind of rolled over and allowed Harbin to do what he wishes. You know, there, nobody's rising up to, to to take control of our of of our village. They're just letting it be what what Neverwinter wants it to be. And you're saying that Harbin has a piece in that? Oh, Harbin will get his cut. Obviously, he, if he makes this, if he makes the whole area part of you know, a supply chain or line of, of riches and resources back to Neverwinter, the nobles benefit and he benefits. He's not from he's not from this area. He's born and raised in the in a palace of Neverwinter. We came across his brother in some of our travels who who spoke somewhat I guess not ill of his brother, but the same kind of musings as you have and and I wonder if the town be better served if Harbin were to retire. It would not hurt anybody's feelings if Harbin retired. His brother, in fact, was not raised with the rest of them. He, as a, as a young man, left and was kind of a man of the of, of the land. In fact, I'm pretty sure that he he ran around with Alphonse for quite some time, um, possibly even with Falcon. At a time of their prime, they, they seemed to be better men, but... I don't know if it's age or greed or what that seems to have everybody holding the quid pro quo, as it were. Hmm. What What else can you tell me about the people of the town that well, again I'm sure that I'm, heard, I'm, sure heard of, I'm sure you've heard of Fandelver. No, have I? Well, I'm pretty Fandelver, sure. Fandelver is a, sto- is a storied mine in these areas that that the dwarves themselves had initially excavated. Riches beyond everybody's wildest dream, blah, blah, blah. But turns out it was 
it wasn't exactly what everyone was thinking, but a little bit of gold was to be had in these hills. And so the town itself is more or less, I'm not going to say outlaws, but it's just people trying to eke out an existence. And I, and I, and I, and I just, I fear that Harbin is his, his interest is more in, in what he can, what he gets out of it in the long run versus the better or the greater good of, of Phandalin itself. If I could shift gears um, at the Toehill Mind, who can we expect to find? Well, Raskin is the is the foreman right now. He, um, him, and his his uh, compatriots are there doing the best they can to um, again to just make a living. Possibly even stay there permanently if they can find the. Uh, the gumption to maybe even use it as a base of operations or a place to continue their um, their own their own lives. And, you know, maybe have to head into Fandlin now and then for provisions and whatnot. But ultimately, they could survive there indefinitely. Is the mine supplied by water or anything of the like, or or do they would they rely solely on Fandlin for? They they, they would have to. They would need Fandlin for provisions. Um, if the, if the location stays discreet though, no one there needs to know exactly where these travelers come from, if that makes any sense. Granted, they may become somewhat part of the local, uh, the local fair coming into town, you know, every few months now and then to, for, for things they can't provide themselves. But these are hardy folk who can, who can make a living for themselves out here. And I mean, these, they're, they're working the earth. They're, they're, they're nigh into dwarves. It's not going to be hard for for Elmar to to sell a few pickaxes to understand that there's a mining project going on somewhere. That um, is where that is where the miners exchange comes in. That's you. That is me. That is very true. So I've left but your few, but you're leaving. I've left a few apprentices there who are there because they're still. There's there's would-be prospectors coming in and out of Fandolin all the time. Who who else to provide all the would-be prospectors with decent tools and provide us with effective tools to eke out our existence? It may seem a little unfair, but buyer beware. You know, there's no guarantee that you know of of survival out here beyond your own wit and your own gumption. If they come choose to buy our less than less than quality materials that's their choice that's for them to recognize but barthen will be none the wiser as as the uh you know as as those that wish to be prospectors come in and out of out of the town meanwhile we'll continue to stay well supplied because the miners exchange is willing to provide us well what i tell them to provide us I'm all for each to his own and survival by your own means, but it seems like when you have the ability to do some good, you ought to. Um, I tried. I did not, try. Not to, again, not to change the subject, but just because I like knowing what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. About how many? About how many people can we expect, and and are they friendly to a taxi be a tax a, a tabaxi like myself and a luxodon like my friend? 
and even an elf, because some people don't like elves. Will we be ex- will we be well received? These are hardworking folk, a couple of handfuls of hardworking folk, who just wish to to mind their own business and do their own work. They're also a very not a non-judgmental group, as you'll soon find out. Okay. Uh, Beric thanks Halia for the conversation. Hands her a piece of ration. Here's you know something I was snacking on. This is pretty good. Snack on this. And scurries over to the uh, to the wagon. And she jumps. looks at your party. would be raccoon to give someone part of your food. <laughs> she looks. There you go. She looks down at Eat your this. partially not the rawhide jerky. Hey, wasn't partially not. I ripped a piece off for her. I'm a rack. I'm not a right. raccoon. I'm Did a you tobacco seed. Nose had a. Gave her the rancid part. Food and something before you chew. Don't you have? Don't, you don't have saliva glands, do you? Finn, how close are you? Yeah, Finn, how close are you to the uh, to the wagon? I came in over to check on the wagon, see how things were going, and I overheard the last little bit of the conversation and, and saw him give you, a treat. You can't, you can't be forward scouting and also with the wagon. You can't exist places. <laughs> Got to check in, right? Got to check in it, with people. It's, it's okay to be to be up where you were. You don't have to be back there. <laughs> I came back to check in. Nice. Nothing to report up there. Nothing's going on. Yeah, it's, no, yeah. No, no boar track at all? Nope, didn't see anything. Roll perception. I got 14. Yeah, you see nothing. You are very confident there, there'd be nothing out there. All right. I right, just keep driving. You doubt my ranger skills? <laughs> no, I don't doubt your skills. I I asked because you were up there. I trust you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no issues. But I think we're almost there. Maybe I'm not really sure where this hidden mine is. So uh, she would be able to tell us more. How, how you're not you're not far away. Yeah, you're, yeah. She said it's it's all a couple more rises and we'll be there in short uh-huh. order. I right, just keep driving. The um, it's it's not quite evening. Uh, there's no like uh, strangeness happening on the road. You, nobody gets any whiff of orc or campfire or anything like that. And um, eventually, you all end up at uh, at the base of the hills. There is um, a cave opening. Ooh, cave! A cave! A lovely yeah. cave. She. She kind of stops you and, and says, now listen, like I said before, these are hardy folk, hardworking, honest people. Um, they're not judgmental um, because they wish not to be judged. Okay. okay. Um... She, heads up, she heads up towards the, towards the entrance of the mine. Barrett's so, gonna, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, gonna walk forward. She says, I, I "Pull out both my kind of, swords." He kind of hollers into the into the into the cave. He says, "I'm here. It's me." Oh, second thought, put those short swords back. 
the um, there's a little bit of a some rustling from out of the cave, and and eventually a um, some some chatter happens. You kind of hear some whispering. She kind of glances back at you guys and whispers back, and then um, eventually she you hear a a kind of a come in. And she enters the cave. Uh, I, Do we go in, Shield? I guess we follow into the cave. Are you? No. I wait. step through the threshold of the cave. Okay. This can only end in tears. Entering the cave, you see her standing there talking to um, someone who's a little shrouded. Um, as they're wearing some, not they're wearing well-worn clothing. It's not rags or by any means, but it's obviously covered in soot and not soot, but dust and and grime from from digging and mining and, and all the things that go with you know running a uh, and working in a mine. Um, everybody roll perception. They called it a mine. I got fifteen. I got a six. I got a 21. Okay. So just because of like the kind of the cramped space shield, you're not exactly totally clued in, but Finn and Barrick, you cannot help but notice um, that the snout sticking out from under this hooded figure's uh, cloak has a twitchy little um, movement to it, some long whiskers, there's kind of a hunched over nature and gait to it as it kind of shifts and moves around. And and Barrick, with your 21, you kind of hear every once in a while a little little chittery kind of ilk to its voice. So I'm going to pause right here and just give a side note. Like, I seriously was going to ask Halia if if we were meeting humans. (laughs) I was going to ask if there were humans on our way, but I didn't for some reason. That's hilarious. (laughs) That's hilarious. That would have been some good perception. That would have been great perception. These are these are some mole people. Um, Shall we enter, Halia? Uh, well, she says, come in, come in. All right. So, Shield walks in. His eyes are not well adjusted, so he can't see anything. Yeah, you're not you're not really telling what's going on. But is do the rest of you, the, the rest of you come in? Yeah, I'm gonna hang out just kind of by the. Hi, Stay everybody. Here. So, upon entering, it's very clear and very obvious that what you're looking at is a very humanoid-like rat or rat-like humanoid, um, a couple of them. Um, There's no um, malice or move to attack or any kind of threatening posture to them at all. Uh, They're just (laughs) talking with her um, pretty casually and pretty normally. The other one standing behind you just standing there doing his duty, being a guard, not really saying much, just kind of watching you with some beady, shifty eyes. But uh, the other one just converses and and uh, eventually kind of nods his head and says, so you wish to see Raskin? She says, well, yeah, I, I, that's why I'm here. I'm, I'm, I think it's time for me to be here permanently. He says, well, just, just, just wait one minute. And then he goes <clears throat> through a door and is 
just leaves for a little bit. Um, the other guard just stands there staring at you, waiting to see what's going to happen. Halia, uh, Barrick here. How are you? Uh, uh, we talked, we, we talked oh, on the road. Oh, I think um, we've been, yeah. Yeah. Did you forget to tell us anything? Just asking in general. Forget? Anything we should, anything we should know? Nothing I can forget. I, I was very honest oh. when I said that these are non-judgmental people who wish not to be yeah. judged. Yeah, you, you said people, but that's cool. I mean, tomato, tomato, people. As much people as you are, my friend. Oh, yeah, I know. Just, was the uh, was the cave entrance <laughs> hidden at all? Um, from what you could tell, it didn't seem hidden or not. She walked right up to it. It seemed fairly really open, like there there wasn't a. It didn't seem very hidden at all. Oh yeah, for for something that you all want to keep secret into yourselves, it seems. I mean. The cave entrance wasn't hidden very well. I mean, isn't that something you would want to do if you want to keep this hidden? She she chuckles a little bit. She says, "Me accompanying you, you didn't see the illusion." I but... knew it was. I have like a perception coming out my ears. <laughs> I knew it was a magical enchantment. I don't need to roll anymore. These dice mean nothing to me. I have it all. You got this figured out, huh? I've got all the perception. I am Beric. Walk, walking in, walking in my sphere of influence, the illusion was was not apparent to your eyes. But if you were to walk back out that cave, you turn around and you'd be faced with what looked like a cliff wall. Was it an illusion you created? I don't create it, but I have a ring that allows me to dispel it as I walk closer to the uh, to the entrance itself. Okay. Plus, I know where it is. Is she a rat person? Uh, roll perception. Sixteen. You're pretty sure she might be, um, but there's no way of knowing for sure. Her level of comfort and her mannerisms um, don't really, you know, it's not like all of a sudden you realize, oh, she does seem very rat-like. It just you, her level of comfort is even if she if she was. She, you know, this is not unfamiliar to her. Huh. So, hell yeah, now that we've uh, escorted you to the cave, um, what else can we do? Is this is this all you needed us for? Or? Well, we, 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 we arrived with no incident. I mean, if you wish, if you wish to take your leave, you, 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 you very much can. If, if you'll wait one minute, Raskin should be out in just a moment. I just need you to vouch for me. Okay. Couple more minutes pass by, um, I, I, possibly in uncomfortable silence if nobody else says anything. Ben, you're oddly quiet. Uh, well, everything looks fine to me. Uh, I guess we'll wait for her friend to come out. Vouch for her, maybe. Right. <laughs> you want some jerky? I mean, the name now, the name Raskin. <laughs> she wants some jerky. Oh, stop it! Don't try to get on this perception train now. <laughs> no, the name Raskin, it just seems a little on the nose, knowing now what we know. But... No, but oh, no, on but the nose, man. Hey. So the first guard Shield comes walking outside. out of the cave. He's embarrassed. The first guard comes walking through the door of the cave, and then he's followed by another rat person, were rat 
creature who is dressed in the finest red robes, who has these beautifully well-crafted um, leather boots that just shine and glint in a little bit of sunlight that they catch, a green velvet shirt, um, a very long rapier slash walking stick that he uses as he comes and he steps in and he takes a stance and he says, what do we have here, Halia? He turns to him, kind of bows and says, Raskin, I am so glad that you uh, walked out to meet me. I wish to stay. I, I don't wish to return to Pandolin. He looks at the guards, he looks at her, and he looks at you and says, well, who uh, who do we have here? Who's with you? I look to Finn, since this is his... Uh, hi, my name is Finn. <laughs> Hello, uh, Finn. These are my traveling companions. We are here to save the world. Uh, we are mighty adventurers. That is a lofty ideal, my friend. I am Don John Raskin. Pleasure to meet you, John Raskin. I once knew a, a man named Don Johnson, and uh, no, Don that's Don. a different story for another time. <laughs> but uh, I, think I think I've heard of his his vices. He's he's pretty famous. He's a, a really good at what he did. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, no, we're we're here uh, to kind of vouch for our friend here. And uh, in the hopes that she can escape that horrible city. It is really a horrible city. No one should have to live there. So you're telling me, he turns to Halia, you're telling me you're turning your back on Fandolin entirely. You wish no longer to stay there. She is. She says, absolutely not. I, I've had enough. I just want to be here. I want to be who I am. I can no longer keep up the ruse. I've got a couple of apprentices there who will provide us with the materials we need to keep our operation up and running. I I just, I can't handle it anymore. Neverwinter has its claws deep in the Townmaster. He is a useless semi-noble man-child who I have no use for and honestly don't seem to be making any headway in getting anybody else or I can find anybody that is worth bringing here in the first place to possibly join our ranks. Although these companions have proven themselves pretty pretty useful for the area they from what i understand they've already faced the creature that seems to be vexing all of us he perks up real quick and says is that a fact you've met the lizard indeed we have and uh, we came out on top uh scared the dragon away flew you away scared him away we did. He was afraid of you. And was like, I don't want to mess with you three. Um, oh, that's mighty, mighty, mighty warriors you are indeed, then, if you were able to scare off a dragon. I mean, granted, the raccoon didn't really do much of anything, but that's about the case for their species anyways, if you look back through history. But, um, you know, my friend here, S.H.I.E.L.D., took a full blast and lived to tell the tale. That is most impressive. I, wow, well, I, I, I honor you. You honor me by being here. You, you must dine with us. You must come and, and meet my family. Uh, see what we're doing here. I, I am, I am more than thrilled to have the heroes of Fandolin in my presence. Excellent. We'd love to. 
Uh, although we only have one dietary request, and that's for Barrick. He only eats trash. So uh, as long as you have some old trash for him to eat, everything will be good. You you are a good-humored fellow, my pointy-eared friend. I like you a lot. I do. I like you a lot. But I, 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 am, I would be honored if you would join us. Come to my table. It is, in Act- fact, dinner time. We will be there. He turns with a flourish after kind of glancing at everybody and checking everyone out. And he says, come, Halia. We have much to discuss. And he goes into back behind the door. Halia follows him. I would like to um, use my divine sense. Okay. And I just want to know if there's any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of me. There are not. All right. Then I... I'm going to follow. I will let. Um, I will follow behind Finn and Beric. I'm trying to go through the door. It's not happening. Okay, that's going to happen right now. This is the thing. This is the time. This it's a booby trap. It's a rat trap. We got the Hold rat on. pack. This is not. Rats. This is not the tool I was looking for. Okay, I got a tool for you. Uh, gross. Okay, you enter the passageway. Um, Helia is just coming around this bend, um, kind of waiting for you because she obviously knows that you don't really know where you're headed. But uh, she motions for you to come to come down to this in this direction. And there's another little little stone door there, and she pushes through. Come on, I'm the great stone mason, stone dragon. And the room that you enter um, is is pretty off-putting. In fact, to the point, everybody give me a, a constitution save. I'm going to throw up. Are those corpses? What happened? My dice got stuck. I rolled a six. I rolled a 19. Constitution? Is this, mm, based, constitution. On my, is this based on smell? I got it is based on smell. 19 plus 0. I got old 19. Okay. So, so I have keen smell, so I have advantage on wisdom, perception, survival, investigation checks that involve smell. But you said constitution, okay. so I'd probably... Yeah, it's constitution. Your your trunk, unfortunately, inhales one of the most putrid, pungent, foul, dankest stenches it has smelled in a very long time. There is offal and uh, debris strewn throughout the cavern floor. There are other um, other were rats kind of digging through the, these things. It's it's obviously the place where where they dine and feast and it does look like off in a couple of corners where they also seem to relieve themselves but this is in fact the main and uh, hall of of Don John Raskin and his and his part of his brood. Um, Helia does not seem at all the least bit perturbed by any of it. Um, what did you roll, Finn? I had a twenty. Well, okay, so yeah, one. you're 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 um you just kind of naturally kind of bolster yourself before you walked in, kind of getting a sense of things, and then. There's a little bit of uh, a little bit of kind of your more feral nature coming through here, Barrick, as you enter, recognizing that this is a place for feeding and breeding and whatnot, and that those more animalistic kind of 
uh, urges um, are very evident here. There's a, there's that musky smell as well. Raskin is proud. Like he's as proud as he could possibly be um, to have you in here. And he says, you, you, you must absolutely, must absolutely stay with us. He goes off into a corner um, and, and kind of snaps his fingers and gets other people to kind of bustle and hustle around. They, uh, they go off in different directions. And um, after a time, come back with not really plates, but cloth full of pretty decent looking food. Actually, there's nothing that they kind of recognize that you're not going to want to dig in hand and mouth into to what they're eating, but they do have some, some baked bread. Oh, there's, there's some, Bear's there's not going to eat any of that. He, he would like to eat some trash. <laughs> some meat uh, there and there's, and there's trash all around. I mean, there is, you know, there's a few rattlings if it, as you, as it were kind of rifling through the, through the materials all over the ground and it's, they start to eat. Can I, after I throw up and wipe my, uh, my mouth, can I make a perception check and see what the, what they're eating? Like what type of animals are, are there humans in the mix? Sure. You can. Sure. You can. That is a 11 plus zero. <laughs> um, it's, it tastes like duck. No, I want to see what um, they are eating. Yeah, what they're eating. Yeah, okay. Oh. So what they're eating I'm looks like duck. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we, we, you're, you're, you're eating. I mean, some of the things that they're given, that they're eating, you're given as well, but kind of in a more presentable manner. Hallie gotcha. is kind of guiding, you know, that presentation. So it's not so repulsive and it's clean. And, you know, it's, you're not, you're not being handed stuff full of maggots or, you know, or, or garbage necessarily or mold. But I mean, the meat is, the meat is, it's, it's smaller bites and it's a little, not stringy, but it has a has a different texture to it. Do we know what type of creatures they are? Um, like you keep you saying, never... were, you keep saying were rats. Do we know that they're were rats? Yeah. yeah, you you've never met a were rat, so you don't know what a were rat is. But um, I can that, tell you for the... sure that were, they're were rats. In my three hundred <laughs> years, I've met a few. Um, so I can tell you for sure that they are were rats. Sure, yeah. No, um, they, these are definitely. What is a were rat? What is a were rat? Can so a were rat is They're a lycanthrope. They um, they can take well, they they have this form um, that they that they can hold. Uh, they choose some of them choose to stay, you know, in certain forms or another. But um, essentially, and this, this is to Finn's knowledge, there's just a group of there's a group of beings who choose to either, you know, not get the curse removed, and they just live with it and use its benefits to their to their benefit and don't seem pulsed or worried about getting it removed and um, this seems to be one of those groups all right shield is nauseous in the corner so okay uh <clears throat> raskin comes over and says i apologize my large friend i we do do our best to make this place as presentable as possible to those who may visit us, but it's okay. I, my I, nose is I, I mean, so long. I, I can smell things I mean, from no like a offense. mile away. I, it's, it's not you. No it's offense. me. It's okay. I just need to sit down. I roll up my trunk. Well, so I can't. Smell we're glad you're here. Anymore. I only have a few questions, you know, as, as we eat, if you don't mind. No, please. Well, from what Hallie has told me, from what Hallie has told me, Fandolin is a lost cause. It's run by bureaucrats 
and does not seem to have the people's best interest at heart. It saddens me. It saddens me greatly. And while it may be the case, and it's probably the truth, I, I do trust her. I, I, I do wish to hear it from you seem like honest fellows. Is Spandolin, is, is in fact, lost? If you ask me, I'd say for sure the leadership is horrible. They tried to throw me in jail. I didn't do anything wrong. And, you know, they were about to kill me. We are, we are being honest here, Fan. We are we are being honest with our with our host. I I am honest. All right. I might have shot a gnome, but he deserved it. They, they were horrible to us. Gnomes. Honesty and, honesty is hard. Uh, I can understand. I, can I understand shot him, but I had the full intent to heal him. But before I they you know, I couldn't follow through with my plan. Sounds like because... a, it just sounds like a prank that went awry, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean I wanted to teach him a lesson because they shot at me, so I'm shooting at them and letting them know that they we don't appreciate it. even if they got a crazy old lady, you know. And Pretentious ever little happens. creatures, anyway, aren't they acting like they know so much about the world? Uh, they should all be just be dead. But, mm. um, you know, I don't really like the leadership. They're not very helpful for sure, and um, we could definitely use somebody else in charge. But I don't know how that's going to happen without some other people dying. Well, even I, I, I'm assuming that even if Harbin were to retire or die, or whatever the case may be, be lost to the to the dragon, as it were. Neverwinter has already got its foothold there. Um, they've kind of staked their claim as as it being a a little fiefdom, as it were, of their. Of their kingdom, I don't imagine it will it will lose their attention anytime soon, especially with little Cryovane kicking around. Yeah, they're definitely scared of the dragon for sure, and uh, as well they should be. I, you know, I think hopefully we can take care of that problem. Oh, That's our you, goal. You're you you're going to attempt a dispatch of it. You're going to tangle with it again. If nothing else, we'll sacrifice the raccoon. And uh... <laughs> no, no, we wouldn't do that. He's a valuable of our Kind group. of looking for like an affirming laugh. Um, what are you, are you laughing, Beric? Uh, no, I'm not. He he looks quizzically and looks back at Finn and continues to laugh. You you're a delightful fellow. My point to your friend. Well, listen, I'm I'm glad to hear that. Uh, well, I'm not glad to hear that what. T- Dahlia telling me is true, but I'm glad to at least know that, you know, her 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 wishes to join us are are verified and valid, and it is unfortunate. Although it sounds like she's um, made it a little easier for us to continue our operations by using that as at least a supply chain for now. Why would you not trust the word of Talia? I mean, we're we're outsiders here. You would trust our word over hers. Kelly and I have a history, um, less left unspoken in in uh, present company. Is that what it is? You guys did, didn't you? We just yeah. he she has her own um, her own desires and her own goals. That uh, what can I say? Those who wish to be part of my little band would pretty much say or do anything required. And so it's nice to hear that uh, that it's not just. Solely from her. Not that I don't trust you, dear. And she kind of gives him kind of a dirty look. But 
So, so, so as it were, if, if you wish, you may, you may stay in the, uh, in, in, in our den tonight. Um, you can leave first thing in the morning. Um, although there is going to be a little bit of a ceremony a little bit later after dinner. He glances over at Tally and she nods and, and, uh, he smiles kind of a weird toothy smile. And, uh, I, I, I don't think you should miss it. I would like to make a perception check to see if okay. this is a bad ceremony. What what type of ceremony is this? Six. It is I an initiation. My, I think my dice is broken. <laughs> nice. I'll roll a perception. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's that? Oh, I got a two plus uh, five. We seven. are going to get sacrificed, <laughs> and we're not even going to know it. You know, you well, I, I appreciate you. Your invitation. Uh, it is. I think you know. Beric would love to stay here, and uh, Ben and I have some business that we need to go do uh, outside for a little bit. And uh, but we'll leave you here, and you know, Beric will certainly help you. He walks up. To, he walks up to Tally and says, "Well, tell them, dear. It, it will be quite a beautiful thing, will it not?" And she she smiles. She she smiles a very sincere smile and says, "I." I I hope that it will. I I look forward to it myself. She says I would I would love for you to uh, to be here for it. Although I understand that uh, not all may have the stomach for it. But it is an init- but it is an initiation, my friends, and it's a beautiful one. A beautiful one. I've been to initiations where people beat each other up. Is that what kind of initiation this is, or? <laughs> I think you're mixing that with hazing. Oh, oh, maybe. <laughs> it might be. All right. All right. Well, you you talked us into it. I guess we'll stay and watch. So you're going to stay? How could we deny we you the hospitality? Yeah. Well, I I am truly grateful. Um, if you wish, I'll have I'll have my guard lead you to your your temporary quarters and uh within the hour you'll we'll, we'll make you aware the preparations are done and uh it'll be right here that it that where it takes place in your the guard in, in, okay in the dining hall yes Got it. Mm-hmm. so the guard nods at you kind of motions for you to follow and he starts heading back up out of the cavern and then takes a turn further north I'm gonna follow. Mm-hmm. You're gonna follow as soon as as soon as the light decides to shine. Come on, roll twenty. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah. Beric is Beric following? I'm actually I'm actually hanging back for a sec, so you guys can go ahead and go to your rooms. Okay. Okay. Okay, so he leads you up. He... I would never trust that raccoon to be by himself. <laughs> so I, I asked the guard as he's going through the door, so I said, so, exciting initiation tonight, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, anything, do we you need may... to dress differently? Do it, anything an outsider should be prepared for? I don't want no, I don't want to do any, I don't want to make any faux pas or offend anyone if I don't stand up at the right time or if I don't clap at the right time. I there's like no way you're gonna a, be... I would like to make there's, a there... uh, perception check to see if this person is going to eat me tonight. Okay. 
I'm going to use a different die this time. <laughs> oh, that's a three. Gonna... I am convinced he's going to eat me. got a 19. <laughs> Neither one of you feel like this person is going to eat you. Oh, I see what you did there. He says, he says, nothing will prepare you. Nothing prepares you for it. We'll see you in about an hour. And he leaves. All right. Ben. After, after he leaves, I... Oh, he, uh, says, he says, take whichever cot you wish. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to coat the edge of my blades in my mixture. Okay. My two short swords. Uh, do you want me to roll for? What do you want me to roll for? Well, did you did you did you roll again to find mushrooms on the on the on the rest? No, of your so I, I hadn't used anything yet because I just prepared it and put it in a pouch and it's just okay. Finished. No, you just so roll roll a roll a survival. Okay. So I got an eleven. Got an eleven. Um, the 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 measly little mushroom that you find, you're able to get one good arrow. Um, the others, oh, I'm, I'm coating my, my short sword since we're oh, in your short swords. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you, you, you get a decent covering on one edge of the blade. So you've got along the full length of one edge, you feel like you were able to get it covered fairly well. Um, it does seem like you know, just from the way that it dries, that it does look like, um, that first blow with it is going to definitely going to leave some of this behind on whoever you slash or stab with it. Um, it'll probably kind of wear off for the most part, you know, mm-hmm. the metal's not porous, so it doesn't necessarily absorb it, but it's definitely prepped for an attack. Um, when you, when you hit with this, the, the whatever you hit is going to take one extra hip, uh, one extra damage die of, or one D four of poison damage. Okay. Then your sword cool. smelled so, terrible. That's right. I, Put them back in their sheaths. You can't smell them anymore, can you? Do you think uh, you think putting them back in their sheath will just wipe off all that stuff you spread on it? Nope. I'm putting it back in there because I want to. I intend to put it on before. Yeah, the way, the way he puts the way he puts it in, the way the way it glides into his sheath, it doesn't it doesn't knock it off. But shield I mean, ties his <laughs> yeah, shield ties his trunk into a knot so he stops smelling things. <laughs> what? You, you can tie things. How do you tie things without fingers? Let's get. <laughs> All right, Finn, are you going to pick a cot? Uh, no, I'm just going to kind of hang out outside here and okay. uh, wait. Okay. Derek, what are you up to? Um, so so before I retire, I just um, thank the two of them for their hospitality and and remind Talia of a, of a payment that we had spoken about for services rendered. Of course, of course, of course. You will not. Leave empty-handed. Oh, great! All the foreshadowing. Stop it! You will not leave. <laughs> um, in fact, uh, if you if, if you wish if you wish to take your payment now, I can have I can have them go retrieve that. You you got me here. You've done your duty. That that would be acceptable. Thank okay. you, Talia, and I look forward to your rat ceremony. Thank. Thank you. Did you did you say rat ceremony to her? No, that would be rude. And I said I'm not going to be rude because <laughs> I'm guessing she's making the change, right? So we get to see her make the change. No, this she's is... already she already is one. They're going to change well, us. But she has, 
We're the sacrifice. No, she's gonna, she's gonna, she's gonna shed her human form and. Oh, they can they it. can switch back and forth if they're uh, if they're a were rat. Well, yeah, but she's staying, so she has to leave her intent. You're in another room. I can't speak to you right now. Fine. <laughs> All right. She. Um, Bond is so strong. You guys just. She's. <laughs> um, she nods over. She nods over to Raskin. Raskin snaps his fingers. Um, one of the guards takes off back into a, a back room. Um, he's gone for a couple minutes. When he comes back out, he's got a little a little chest. Um, pretty heavy. You can tell there's got a lot of weight to it. And he comes up and there's, he flips it open. Raskin grabs a couple of gold coins. He says, "How about I kick in a little, a little extra for bringing Talia safely to me? How about we 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 load you up with about two fifty? That sounds very acceptable. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm so glad I can add to the uh, to the coffers of the heroes of Fandolin. Um, we, we appreciate that. Hero might be a big word, but we do our best. It's a big word As I'm sitting in the back, I have this just red, dreadful feeling in my stomach. I say, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D., we left that uh, greedy little raccoon down there. And if he collects our reward, do you think we'll actually see any of it? You can't be everywhere at once. Can we call this campaign the mistrusting trio? <laughs> Sounds like a I'm like mistrusting. Um, I mean, I I could never trust him. I don't think, right? I mean, do you trust him, <laughs> uh, Raskin? Um, you've yes, got sir. quite a you've got quite a place here. Um, Thank you. How long has Thank it you. been since since this mine has been functioning? Oh, we've been functioning here nearly three years. Nearly three. Um, and is gold the only thing that exists here? Well, gold gold seems to be the only re, the only uh, thing worth digging for, if that's what you mean. I was just curious. I've this is only the second mine I've been in, and the first one was run by dwarves, and it didn't have anything in it. So I know I see what you mean. Yeah, and, the, and I would hope that I can trust you enough to assure your discretion. Oh, absolutely, Raskin. I have no need for for giving away other people's things. You earned this. You did it. I have. I have no reason to let others know that you exist here. There's, there would be nothing in it for me. Plus, I, I believe that creatures can can exist on their own and do good things. You are, it, you are a very well dressed miner. Did you fashion the, that clothing and garb yourself? <laughs> Did I fashion? I, I am not a tailor, nor, nor, nor a seamstress, good fellow. But uh, no, I, I, I have always liked the finer things in life. Well, 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 maybe at like one that. time you could you could give me a tour. Maybe after maybe after the ceremony later we could we could see the mine if that's something that's. Exciting. Oh, absolutely! I would love to show you our operation. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. About how many people do you have working here? <laughs> people. <laughs> we there, there's a there's there's a couple handfuls of us. Good. Good. Well, Raskin, I appreciate you, and I look forward to seeing to seeing what's to come. To see in this ceremony. Well, good. Off with you. I'm going to go make my preparations. Excellent. I'm going to turn my attention to Talia. Talia, if I may have but a moment before you go get ready. Absolutely. Um, are these other two within earshot? Um, yeah, you'd have to kind of be whispery if you're wanting to be discreet. Um, Talia, just 
as I as I lower my voice to hopefully um, get her to understand, not to understand, but to just kind of lean in. Mm-hmm. She, this, she leans in, recognizing you're trying to be. Yeah. Is this Street. is this what you want? This is everything I want. And you're ready to turn your back on Fandolin. Absolutely. You've been there. You've seen it. I have, but I but I also know that change. I can, can carve happen. out a more honest living here than I ever could there. I I definitely understand that, but but I also understand that sometimes the choices we make lead us down paths that doors close behind and the water I, I, goes under the bridge and you can't listen. I've, I've been the I've same river twice. Yeah, I, I appreciate your concern. I've known Raskin nigh on a decade now. Um, I know I've I've known who he is and what he is for a very long time. Um, I, I think it's just time for me to really face the fact that I think I am actually more fit for for this life than I am for living amongst the. Uh, the people that talk out of both sides of their mouth. At least here, we know who we are. We know who each other are. We know what's expected. There's a there's an order to it, and there's some comfort in that. There was. A, I did get a sense of maybe some history with Raskin. Is everything going to be okay there? I understand that that I'm asking many personal questions <laughs> that <laughs> might not. Might not I, behoove my standing I, with you as I just am a traveling than, companion. I'm more no, I worry not. You you do not offend me. I there definitely is a history. I I may have more an eye for him than I wish to admit, but what can I say? He is quite the character, would you not say? Yep. He's the character. He's a He's a character. He's he's an honest, hardworking, charismatic. What can I say? The the man has his appeal. You 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 don't need to say anything to me. I I look the way I look. Um, what? There was another question I was going to ask. Listen, I I appreciate what I appreciate where you're coming from. This is this is a different form of being than even what you know you. You are who you oh, are. I remember my question. There um, is, there, there's, yes, go ahead. No, I, is there anything that you'd like us to take back to Fandolin about you? Um, people are going to ask. They're going to want to know where you are. If if you're going to let this ruse play out that 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 you are no longer a part of Fandolin, is there is there some type of message no you want to send back that you got no lost? No one would be that, surprised. You're eaten by a boar. No one would be surprised if you simply told them we parted ways. I eventually got off on my own and just decided to to head my own direction. Okay. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for all of it. Thank you. I will go try to find my companions. Okay. Um, I I think they went this way. Ben, how are you? Oh, hey, how's it going? It's oh, good. Are we, are we sleeping in here? I don't uh, think we're, well, I don't I think mean, we're sleeping. If, 
can if you want, but they're going to come get us here real soon um, for the ceremony. Okay. Uh, how'd things go after we left? Good. Good? Yeah? Yeah. Do you, do you have a chance to talk to anybody or get anything? I did have a chance to talk. And yes, we did get paid for our services rendered in getting Talia here. Excellent. How much did we get paid? Um, 250 gold. Each? Dang! Uh, oh. No. What? No, not not each. Not each. Um, just as a payment for, for the three of us. <sighs> okay. Cool, cool. Uh, hey, glad you're happy. Finn, you know a lot about where rats, correct? Yeah. You've been yep. alive for 300 sure years. I think you've told us that once. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything in their history about rituals or ceremony or sacrifices or the need to consume the flesh of men? <laughs> roll a uh, roll, uh, roll knowledge history. A knowledge history or just a history or... History, well, yeah, it's called... It's, it's essentially... It's, just roll your history. Okay. <laughs> I got an eight. Oh my gosh! What is with us? We can't roll. <sighs> it's a little fuzzy right now, but I'll tell you what my mind can remember. So, what what your mind is able to recall from the um, Encryptica Britannica is that <laughs> where 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 people where creatures um, are either are, are there be either by choice. Or having been cursed by, by a bite from another lycanthrope, um, it's transferred via the bite. Um, that is something that can be removed if you seek it out. Uh, there are burrows and troops and communities full of these um, types of creatures, varying from rats to bears to hyenas to you name it, but. But but the curse exists, and they have the ability to be in one of three forms. They can be in their humanoid form, they can be in their hybrid form, or they can be in their full large animal form. Um, and these guys and are in their hybrid form right now? They're in their hybrid form. They, 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 there's benefit from being in their hybrid form because it, you kind of get best of both worlds, as it were. So I'm guessing, you know, what we're going to see tonight from based on what I remember is probably some, you know, she's going to get a little bite, maybe a little nibble. Uh, things might get a little strange. A little nibble, nibble. Um, don't get a little, don't get too excited, Beric. Uh, we don't want you to get, you know, sucked into that adventure. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I know how hard it is for you to control yourself. So just, uh. Stay to the very edge of the room, all right? I mean, we're we're all assuming that they're turning Halia... We, I mean, she already is one. I don't Shield. know if she is or not. Shield, are you, are you nervous? Are you under the impression that she is already a were-rat? I am, yes. Are you under the impression that you are going to be turned into a were-rat? Yes. Shield, I... I came back from a conversation with Halia. My, not, for what it's worth, 
my worries, my um, reservations about Russ Reb, Rags Rags. What's his Raskin. name? Raskin. Raskin. My, I I feel that Raskin is not Radigan. Radigan. I feel that Raskin is genuine in his um, belief that his people just want to be. I I would put your mind to rest if I could. Um, yeah, I mean we've so we've never been lied to before, so that I think I'm good. Then let's let's go watch I, this thing. I, I understand. <laughs> Keep your guard better. up. Obviously, um, always be ready, and and I'll be watching, and you could be watching. But I, but I think we'll be okay. It seems that this is what Talia wants. It seems that she's doing this of her free will and choice. Just um, just just one bite, Finn. That's all it takes. Just one bite. Yeah, I mean, it only takes one bite. I mean, things might get a little out of hand yeah, sometimes. You, as far as you know, I mean, again, this is more something you hear from historical context and tales of, of your of your other companions, but never having actually met one. And and as far as the ceremony is concerned, I mean, you have, like, ceremony what? Like, I'm not, you know, obvious. It seems just gleaning from context that obviously she's going to have to make a choice to to take a bite and then whatever happens from there is, you know, happens. All right, let's go. Let's get let's get so this over with. What happens in the cave stays in the cave. Okay, Stephen. Well, I mean, uh, shield. <laughs> let's go. Let's do this. Let's 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 go watch the ceremony like and it. let's go. Here we go. I walk down. I'm stopping down. I think I'm not waiting. I'm going to go up to the door. Is the door closed? The door is closed. I'm going to listen at the door with my awesome perception skills because that's worked out so well for me this entire game. Okay. That's an 11. But you know what? Nope. It's just an 11. I don't feel lucky right now. It's an 11. Okay. So all, all, all you can tell is that someone's walking up. The guard was actually on his way to come retrieve you. So when he pushes the door open, he sees you. Oh, well, you're here. I could come sense in. that you needed us. And I walk in. We're, we are about to begin. Cool and confident and not scared at all. So when you enter the room, there is definitely a more solemn and somber demeanor over the entire room. Uh, there is a, a section of these of these humanoids who, <clears throat> excuse me, humanoids who have kind of set themselves around the perimeter of the room. Helia is sitting um, cross-legged on the floor, and Raskin is standing up behind her. He's got a um, a dagger in his hand and the dagger the the blades of it actually look kind of like not like a regular blade but almost just like a long tooth um is, kind of a strange shape is, for a dagger is anyone else armed everyone else has their 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 sword strapped to their to their hip I mean, you can see people have arms so they definitely have... oh a joke <laughs> i'm here on that don't you worry shield Barrett, are you coming in? It'll be a good time. Um, so I, I wasn't down there when the door came open, so I would be up in my room. But since, since we're all down here, I, I'll come down. Okay. So, um, Raskin raises the dagger up. He says, "This is in honor of the moon, that is the the father of all that we are. We." Take this not as a curse, but as a blessing. Helia, are you ready to receive this gift? She just kind of nods somberly. Um, 
kind of just extends her neck back like this. He takes the he takes the dagger, takes it to her throat, begins to come across it, not cutting a deep gash by any means, but does begin to draw a little line of blood across her across her neck, drops the knife, and then just rapidly lunges onto her neck with his mouth and just sinks his teeth into it. Um, she stifles a scream, does not make a single noise. Um, he holds there fast with this really crazy look in his eye. Um, almost seems like he's also restraining himself from completely ripping her throat out and just holds. And there is a tense silence by everybody that's watching. And then he eventually pulls away, wiping his mouth with his hand, bearing, trying not to bear his, bear his teeth as he's salivating and just trying to control himself. She hunches over, and um, all of a sudden you kind of hear this strange crackling and popping. You see her kind of convulge and twist. Eventually the scream does issue forth as she begins to writhe on the ground and the change begins to happen. Her fingers elongate into these claws. Her snout bursts forth. Uh, she eventually arcs her back, screams into the into the cave, just creating this echoey shriek throughout, piercing your ears. And it's just this fascinating, morbid thing to watch as she becomes this hybrid creature of um, that is this were rat. Eventually, she she stops. All the rest of the were rats are now like breathing heavily, watching her, and waiting to see what happens next. Um, she gets up, and she kind of looks up at him with kind of this weird, twisted smile on her face. Um, he looks down at her and says, Welcome, daughter, to the brood. He looks around at you and and um, kind, of look, kind of looking for approval, but also kind of looking just kind of to ga gauge your reaction. And he says, and now to complete the ceremony, one of the guards walks out and then begins to walk back in, leading in front of him, tied up and blindfolded, a dwarf who is covered in grime, um, is stripped of nearly all of his clothing down to like a tunic and a loincloth. Um... He kicks the knees out from um, from from the dwarf, making him kneel. Helia stares at the dwarf, stares at um, Raskin, stares at you, and she is about to lunge on the dwarf. Ah, uh, we need to take a break. <laughs> well, that just happened, and. Uh... Uh, you know, as adventurers, we can't uh, allow this to happen. If it was just a defenseless animal, sure. But uh, since it's a dwarf, and a, you know, we can't just let you kill the dwarf. You're saying this out loud? Like you break the silence and you say this? I do, yes. Everybody, I got my hands on both ways for initiative. <laughs> Uh, uh, I got uh, 20. No, just kidding. 18. 
Oh my gosh, what is... I got a four. I got a four. <laughs> I got a four. It happens, you're saving all your good rolls. Eric? <sighs> Sixteen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. Said easy, big fella. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. So Finn is attempting to um, kind of break the mood here. There is a vile glance from from Raskin as you open your mouth during what he considers to be a um, sacred ceremony screams from behind Thalia how dare you interrupt the initiation stand down and watch or die with the dwarf you can eat a fat one a little rat man <laughs> we're not going to let you just kill a dwarf That's what he says. Oh, that's okay. what he says. Oh, man. Okay. No, he's rolling initiative. Oh, oh, oh man. Yeah, that initiative here. Oh, boy. This is. This is. Hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys in here. Yep. There are a lot of guys. There'll be a lot of dead were-rats here in just a minute. Pretty confident. Pretty confident. Can I scroll over and see what level they are? Like, right-click and see um, hit points, <laughs> resistances. Uh, no. No, not a thing? <clears throat> not a thing. All right. So, it is actually your turn, Ben. You interrupted the... The ceremony, you have stopped them dead in their tracks. Uh, there are some pretty angry and ticked off were-rats who are now about to turn on you and uh, make a meal of you. Don't let them bite you, Finn! I said, you know, you still have the opportunity to walk away. Let the dwarf go. I understand this is part of your initiation, but we can't just let innocents die. That's not what we do. So are you holding action by talking, or are you going to do something? Oh, I'm still standing there. I haven't taken my sword. You know, my, I have my hands on my swords. So I'm still trying to, you know, are they ready to fight me? Is that that's what's going oh, on? Oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're not impressed by what, you, what you're doing. So you're, okay. I mean, the next, I mean, everybody is drawing, is, is preparing to draw swords as you are saying what you're saying in an attempt to stop them from what they're doing. I like it. Okay, let me see here. I am going to cast as a bonus action uh, ensnaring strike. Uh, so the next time I hit a creature with a weapon attack <clears throat> before the spell ends, a withering mass of thorny vines appears. So I'm going to attack 
this uh, guy to my right. I have pull out both my short swords, and I am going to try and attack him. All right, let's do it. Uh, eighteen. For the an first sword. definitely, yeah, an eighteen will definitely hit. And a thirteen for the second sword. That will miss. Okay. So let's see. So I hit him with that sword. That the sword has the poison on it. Um, it's one d six plus four. So uh, that's nine, and then you want me to roll a d four, right? Correct. Another four. So a total of uh, nine regular damage and uh, four poison. Then you do your ensnaring strike damage. Yep. And yeah, add me your add me your ensnare ears. Because it because uh, it creates like a one d six. Five. Five. Yep. When you um slice your sword across its belly it it looks real surprised when it when it grabs the wound because it it doesn't feel like it normally you know would with a regular cut it looks down at it real pissed off and just sneers at you and bears its bears its teeth doesn't really understand what it's feeling but it knows it's feeling a little bit different <clears throat> okay is that is that all you got for now um Yep, that's all I've got currently, I believe. And I will just stay right here with my back to the wall. The um, the one who was a little more prepared and um, amped up for what was about to happen, he was a little more aware. He just charges you, Finn, coming from across the room, um, jumps into the air, and just his both his claws come open. And he's just headed straight for your face with his claws, with his mouth open. So the first thing he's going to try to do is is scratch your face. <laughs> and by scratch your face, I mean rip it off with one swipe. And he is going to fail miserably at that. And then when he when his when his claw just kind of crams into the wall behind you, he attempts to bite your neck. Does 18 hit? Uh, yeah, I have 16 from my armor class. Okay. So the bite clamps down on your neck, only hitting you for um, for five damage. Um, it, it scrapes into your skin. It doesn't feel like it punctures very deep into anything vital or like a jugular. But you now need to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Don't become aware rat, Devin. Uh, I got... Let me see what my constitution Uh, 17. You don't feel like his bite, um, uh, was... Because it wasn't a very strong bite and didn't go very deep for whatever reason, the, you do not feel like the curse take over as his, as his mouth is clamped on your neck. All right, Beric. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, 
Oh my goodness, this is all kind of going crazy. Um, so many of them. There are so hey, many. You're, you're directly behind one of them. <laughs> I am. I am. Thank you, Kevin. Um. <laughs> I'm going to um, I'm going to engage uh, this one that's across from me. I'm going to use my crossbow and I'm going to shoot him right in the head. <laughs> Try to drop him. Um, because you know that's what I do. Um, so I just so I can remember from last time. So it's. One roll per two hits, or one roll, one roll, one roll for every bolt. One roll for every bolt. Okay. Yep. So the first one is fourteen plus six twenty. Okay. It it pierces its way through his through his through his cloak. Okay. And the second one is twelve plus six eighteen. It also. Lances directly into his in, into into his side, kind of near his kidneys. Okay, so let's get some damage. He probably First gets your one sneak went... attack damage, also, right? Um, he's not engaged with anybody. He's within five foot of right. Devin, but he's directly behind me, or behind him. Also, he, he's shooting this guy right here, right? I'm do, I'm do, yeah, I'm doing this guy. Oh, oh, he's within five feet of me. Anyway, I'm not the DM. So. He is, yeah, he is. Yeah, that's true. He is. Okay, yeah. So you would have your. So I do. Get, I do get sneak attack on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, he was essentially. You got. You've got the big elephant guy kind of in his line of. You know, in his purview. Nice. All right. So the first bolt, one d six plus four, uh, seven. Um, and then the second. Let's see. And the the first bolt gets the sneak attack, right? They both will. No, just just the just the first attack gets sneak attack damage. Just the first attack is sneak attack damage, obviously. Obviously, so that's two d six. Where's my other d six? Hey, you're the DM. You can do whatever it's you in, want. Okay? It's in my hand. Okay. You get sneak attack damage. You get sneak attack damage. <laughs> so that so that first hit is going to be seventeen total. Okay. And then the second bolt, the second bolt is four plus four is eight. I like our DPS over damage. here. So that man. first bolt, I mean, you you saw it sink. I mean, just deep past that cloak, um, up kind of around his ribs. But that second bolt, like I said kind of right in the area of the kidneys he jolts and he is like he's yelping as he's turning trying to figure out where that rapid strike suddenly came from um and he is just i mean he's bleeding like crazy almost like you punctured something pretty vital he's not dead and he's not dead okay um that's crazy um so with my bonus action my two weapon fighting so that doesn't mean I can make another attack. That just means I can use two weapons in the first attack, right? Two melee weapons. Two melee weapons. Correct. Okay. Okay. So I can't. I can't do another attack right now. Correct. Do Do you have unarmed attack? I don't know if you can do that or not. I, I do have an unarmed strike. 
Well, you've you've taken your attack action. Your, your yeah, two weapons think... fighting would be two melee weapons. You've got two daggers, two short right. swords. Right, right, right. Oh, just a just a clarifying question. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Good. I think that is. Do 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 do. Is there? So no, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. That's okay. my turn. Alrighty. Though, Finn, the guy right next to you, in a frenzied fury of fur and flying fanciful feats, he sees his companion trying to latch onto you. He's going to go ahead and try and do the exact same thing um, and just kind of dog try to dogpile you with his companion. And he's going to first lead with his mouth wide open, heading right for your inexposed flesh and just bites down on nothing because you dodged out of the way, apparently. But then he's going to try to stick a claw where he missed with his with his mouth. And what's your AC again? 16. Um, and it is going to miss. Just barely miss. Okay. The This guy that's in front of Barrick is going to whip around. He actually draws a sword and is going to just try to come down on you with a little bit of a slash. Oh man, that was a good roll. That was an even better roll. So he just after seeing you damage his favorite buddy friend across, he just comes straight at you stabbing perfectly at your chest. Okay, um, so he, he's moving away from me then? Who is that guy? If he's moving towards Berk, this guy. He just he just turns around and stabs. Okay, well you said he was lunging towards him, so he's like going out of my reach, right? No, no, he's not going out of your reach. He's he's not okay. leaving five foot square necessarily, but um, he crits lunging <laughs> for Berk. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so Berk, the sword enters your chest, kind of in this almost surprised gasp. You see it sink all the way to the hilt. Should have moved behind the elephant. <laughs> or snuck, snuck attack that guy that was right in front yeah. of So it, it, it buries itself fairly, pretty deep. So you're going to take max damage, which is going to be, um, well, eight, hip, eight full hit points full of damage. Oh, I was worried. <laughs> Did we decide that Mac that crit was like double? No, it's just max damage, right? Crit is crit is double damage. It is, yeah. So this is gonna be two d six plus, yeah. So it's gonna be sixteen total. Hang on, I already put it. I've already put in the eight. So it's sixteen. Okay. Sixteen. Like I say, the sword just sinks all the way to its hilt. He is, like, tickled to death watching it sink into your little body. Beric's lifeblood kind of comes spurting out of his chest as well as this uh, nasty little guy is thinking. And he's going to make um, a quick attempt to, even though you're, um, from what he can tell, you're probably going to expire from that. He's going to go ahead and try to bite at you. And he comes right on top of your head. And you feel these 
fangs close in around the top of your skull and scrape your skull. Um, and you're going to take... Oh, come on. Uh, three, three points of damage, but you need to roll me a constitution save. Okay. Uh, 16 plus zero. Okay. You're way more concerned about the sword sticking out of your chest and uh, don't even feel or worry too much about what's going on, on your, up, up on your head, nor do you feel any any different other than the fact, you know, that there's a sword sticking out of your chest. <clears throat> how do you, how does Beric look after that, Mike? How does he look? Yeah, on a scale of... Zero to your How hit many point hit max. Do you have left? <laughs> um, I mean, it hurts. It doesn't feel good. Okay. If you're good, then I won't worry about it. Uh, no, I've, I'm at, I'm at four of 20. You're at four, four of 20? Yeah. You I only have, have 20 hit points? I have four hit points left. Okay. So yeah. that's not just okay. 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 All right. Uh, Wait, but I have four left if you took 16, 16. four, and then. Three just now, so you only have one left. Oh, I, I took the three? The bite. Yeah. You took three from the bite. Oh, I did take it? Okay, I thought you said I didn't. Um, three. You yeah, just I didn't have... get... You just didn't take the curse. I just didn't have the curse. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so I have I have one hit point left. <laughs> Good to know. Shield, this this little guy in front of you, he just come, he comes whipping around, charging you as well, leading with his... Uh, fairly decent looking sword it's not like it's a piece of a garbage but he's trying to weave and bob and try to find purchase on you know somewhere some little chink in your armor and i doubt he hits with a 15 no he does not hit with a 15 i raise my shield and block yeah and he's gonna kind of crawl over the top of your shield and attempt to bite your hand and completely misses as well good all right, the the guy down here, but near the dwarf, he grabs the dwarf and begins to drag him away from the room. Ah, for the ceremony. Yep. All right, Raskin in a in a rage and just absolutely um, infuriated with what's happening. Um, comes behind the rest of his troop begins to kind of bolster them along telling them to you know just murder these these foul ingrates who how dare they um you know come into my house d- disgrace my house dishonor my family dishonor on your cow and um is going to come here and try to help flank with with the elf he's going to reach through and is going to miss in a blind rage with his sword Shield. Um, I DM question. I have a trunk, and I can do things with my trunk. So it's one of my abilities. It says you can use your trunk uh-huh. as a snorkel, grass things, lifting up to a number of pounds equal to five times your strength or whatever. So I, what I would like to do is I would like to use my trunk for laying on a hands-on barrack, but then I can I make a normal action with my hands after that? Or is your is your laying on of is your laying on of hands a bonus action? Um, it is... Or is, is using your trunk a bonus action? Let me ask that. It doesn't say, it just says you can use your trunk as a snorkel or grasp things. 
lifting up to a number of pounds equal to five times your strength. It, it would be essentially me just using a third appendage to reach over and touch um, Barak, who was right. right next to me, and then mm-hmm. and then do my turn after that. So it'd be happening at the same time. Is what I is what I want to do. I got you. Um, so let's say that once per long rest, you can do that. You're 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 not so engaged in battle that you have the wherewithal enough with your trunk to reach out and reach something you can touch in range. And use that for your laying on a trunk. Okay, that works. So, Mike, I am going to lay on a trunk barrack, and I am going to give him tw- 19 hit points. Okay. Thank you. You didn't have to do that. Oh, yeah, I'll just let you die. That's fine. I mean... And then... He's had a good, he's had a good run. He was deceived. He... He like tried to assure this, everybody and this that is where this it, was gonna be okay. This is the, where it ends. the rat the rat that's holding on to the hilt of the sword looks in like like morbid surprise as the sword just pushes its way back out of Barrack's chest. Alright, so the one in front of me is the one that Mike that Barrack almost killed. So the run in front of Mike has not been hit yet. So I am going to cast guiding bolt on this rat right in front of me. Okay. And let's see, that is a, what do I need to do? So it's a hit plus five. So I'm going to roll a die. Hopefully that gives me something good. Not that one. That's failed me many times. Uh, oh my gosh. That is a three plus five. I am feeling lucky though, finally. <laughs> Come on, <And> man. <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with me. Holy cow. It's like all the dice. Right. So I'm going to use a luck it's point a and I'm going to re-roll that. I'm going to throw all these dice away. Um, <laughs> They're cursed now. Son of a... <laughs> that is a one! You rolled a critical fail. Oh my gosh! Okay, you might have just hit Mike. <laughs> and you're casting Guiding Bolt? Yes. But you can feel lucky again, right? No, I can only do it once per turn. So your bolt is like a is like a straight... like straight, Point your finger out and like cook something, right? So the guiding bolt comes from my shield, and it's just come a, from this. it comes from it comes from my shield. So it's just like shields? a beam of energy, yeah. Okay. You, um, th- this situation has been a little, right? Um, this this uh, what's the disconcerting? word? Disconcerting. Disconcerting. This has been a disconcerting and disheartening situation to watch everything that's taken place. It's really gone against just the core of who you are as a fighter of righteousness, as someone who tries to trust in the goodness of all beings and everybody around them. When you try to cast Guiding Bolt, um, the the hand of Torm falls from your hand and your shield just lands in a clatter in front of you. It doesn't do any damage to anything, you or anybody else, but it's almost as if it kind of refuses your lack of faith in what's happening around you Uh, and falls to the ground. So it's going to take you an action to pick it up. So I yelled, Talia, we trusted you! Talia, whose turn it happens to be, Halia, because her name is Halia. (laughs) Not the singer Talia? Not Not the the Mexican songstress? When you say that and and you glance at her, there there is no 
inkling or 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 rec recollection of Helia in in the eyes of the creature that is now like down on the ground that has just changed itself into this there is a frenzy and a feral nastiness to this thing as it just comes bounding over um squeezing its way between um between the rat in front of you and the wall and just is reaching out with claw and and mouth out, out of just sheer and utter just feral nastiness i mean just there's nothing of intelligence behind these eyes it's just animalistic so with your shield down don't you lose a couple ac uh no that, what no <laughs> I, I wouldn't so if, if i were to drop my shield i would just call it back to me you would normally so i but because I, you had a critical failure but it's yeah but it's currently on the ground Let's see. I have it gives me, I believe, an AC of two. Let me just turn. It is an AC. It should be an AC. Yeah. Of two. So I have an AC of sixteen right now. So her her bite misses you, but her claws with a nineteen that hits oh, find their way through kind of the the cuff of your um. Chain of man. your gauntlets, okay. yeah, and and just are, are dig are dig into your um, dig into your yeah, you know skin, your arm, your forearm, my dermis, yeah, your dermis, your dermis. Um, they dig in deep enough that she she draws some blood for five hit points. Um, but she's she's pretty kind of not attached to you, but she's holding on pretty strong. Do I have to make a con check or no? Uh, you don't, because she didn't. Her bite failed. It's her oh, claw that oh. got you. And this is where yeah. the party dies. All right, Devin. I was getting kind of tired of Barrack anyway. Finn. <laughs> Alrighty. <clears throat> I'll be. We all kind of rats all up in your face. Yep. Uh, I'm going to continue to attack the one on my right with my uh, short swords. Do you have like an okay. ultimate? Can you pop an ultimate? Do you have a super? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Only it were that easy. So I got a 23. Nice. With the first sword. That's definitely a hit. And then a 12 with the next one. So this is next one misses. A 12 with your second one? Yeah. Well, so it, 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 it does hit, actually. Okay. Yeah. Right, because I got higher on the last time and it missed, so I'm just. I know. Sure. I, I apologize. You, you. I was. I looked at the wrong number. So you, you do hit. So you're saying I should get free hit points from the last turn? Yes. Oh. Slice this guy up right now. I think you're good. <laughs> okay, so I get one d six plus four. For the first one, so ten on the first sword. Okay. And you lop off a good, a good chunk of you lop off a good chunk of his ear and part of his face in that with that first strike. Okay, so he's completely dead then. Nope, you're not completely dead. Uh, well, so I got nine with the next hit. The next hit, you come back around and take his head clean off his shoulders. Okay, um, let me see here. Let's 
And... Alright, so I have uh, Horde Breaker, which is a special. Uh, once on each of your turns. Okay. That's what it says. It says special. Okay. Uh, it says once on each of your turns when you make a weapon attack, you can make another attack with the same weapon against a different creature that is within five feet of the original target and within range of your weapon. Nice. So I am going to attack old Ratface himself. Um, red guy. I forget his mm-hmm. name. Raskin. Raskin. And I got uh, 19 plus 6, so 25. Definitely hits. Okay. And then... For 5 damage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A good glancing blow, blow, but you do draw blood. And I think that is it for my turn. Okay. The guy right in front of you um, is going to draw his sword finally. He's going to come at you with that. Uh, 15 does not hit, I'm assuming. Nope. And then he cannot help but try to just chomp on your face again. Come on. (laughs) Uh. 15 and 19. So a 19, he bites you. You're going to take ooh, six hit points of damage with a bite and roll me a constitution save. Okay. I got four. You feel really funny. Oh, boy. That's how I always feel. That is true. Um, <laughs> there is definitely something um, nasty about that last bite. It's almost like you know when you bite down on tinfoil, or who knows you're that? eating, or you're or you're eating um, a McDonald's hamburger and you munch down on that hard thing in it, right? It just kind of jolts your whole body. And there's like this coppery, nasty taste in your mouth, and um, yeah, you feel really strange. Eric. All right. Um, I am going to cast a spell called Thunder Wave. Um, sorry, there. Steve. I kind of have. I no, it's have fine. To do it to get, we need some AOE up in here. Me. Yeah, we do. We do. So I'm going to cast. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave, um, which is a wave of thunderous force that sweeps out from me, and every creature in a 15 foot cube originating from me must make a constitution saving throw on a failed save a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed away 10 feet so dm question Mm -hmm. so a a 15 foot cube originating from me would actually only be five foot right because because if you do that you're drawing a 30 foot cube well so the 15 foot right so the 15 foot cube Starts from, right, so there, that's 10 feet. Would it be seven and a half feet out? No. Right. So, so it would be the block in front of me and the block behind me. That's right? correct. So, that's correct. Okay. So, so, five, it would, 10, it would be, so it would be 
him, him, yeah, I mean, right. and then Steve would have to do one as well. I mean, that's correct. The, the way it reads to me, it means that he, the cube just has to originate from Mike. He can direct it where it wants. Like he could get. Can you direct? Can you direct the originating location? Because it's not centered on him. It, so, so I Actually, think I think, think Thunderwave is right. centered on him. I don't think it doesn't say it is. Let's see. Hold on. But it, yes. but it also doesn't say it, it does. It sweeps out from you, so you are the center of the cube. Are you sure? It is. A, thunder, a wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. In other words, you don't drop the cube of thunder. Well, light. but then listen to this. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you. So if a cube yeah. comes from me, it's how Correct. Steve did it. So it would be one, two, three. No, because the, the cube would be coming out from so drop a, drop a fifteen drop a fifteen foot cube or like around you, right? So, so it says according to D and D Beyond, since Thunder Wave has a range of self, the point of origin is the caster, which must be on the surface of the cube. Thus, it's impossible for the caster to be inside the cube. You can create a cube adjacent to your space. Oh, that means that then. Uh, that I means like, you should okay. get all every person right there in front of you. Like all, you'll get so all I, five of those people in that cube. Yep. You'll get all. The, yep. You'll get every one of these people right here. Yep. So, so I can do that. So that's what I'm gonna so do. As long as you're, as long as it's adjacent to you, right, and creates that cube. That's what. Nice. That's what it says on D and D Beyond. I like hey, that. I like that. That makes sense. I, I like yeah. that too. That's just that's a good interpretation of that. So I'm gonna go ahead and cast that. Nice. And so each of these creatures needs to make a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. So let's do the constitution save. And we're going to start with the first guy. So we'll start with this dude. Um, that is a nat 19. So that's a con save of 20. But I'm, I'm assuming that we're taking half damage. So yeah, so then he'll take... So he'll so take half damage. So roll, so roll 2d8, and he'll take half that damage. Okay, so 7 plus 4 is 27. 11. Oh, it's not 27? No. <laughs> so 11, 11 divided by 2 is 6. It's 5.5. We round up. And he doesn't get pushed back. He does not get pushed back because he saved, right? Because he saved, yep. Okay, so we'll move on to this dude right here. So that's the dude who is, like, within an inch of life, right? The dude in front of Shiro. Uh, yeah, he's pretty He's pretty close to, to death. So I'm making a con save of what? Whatever your constitution is. So, no, oh, it's 16. But I can, yeah, it's your number that I'm trying to beat. Oh, it's my number? Yep. Um, Should tell you on the spell. With all of be... with all of my uh, with all of my modifiers, it's thirty six. You must make twelve. Your con save is twelve. Thirty <laughs> six. Okay, so we got a nat fifteen. So go ahead and roll the damage. So that's uh, seven plus half. five. Yep. No, roll damage again. Like for no, I, no, I did. I did. I did roll it. So he takes six damage. Seven plus five is twelve. So six total. Yeah. Okay, he um, he looks like he's rocked. He's kind of just, he's still standing, but he's a little dazed. 
he's not exactly with Seriously? It. Yeah. He, he's still alive? It, 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 it rocked him pretty good, but not all night long. So. Did it push him away at all? It did not. No, because no, he's, he's saved. Yeah. All right. Halia is going to make her, and she does not succeed on her constitution save. All right. So she's going to take all of this, take which, is, which is eight plus <laughs> eight plus eight. Nice. Sweet. And then she's going to get knocked back, right? Ten feet. Ten. Okay. An opportunity attack, Steven. She she slumps. <laughs> she's they got moved out of trying, his reach. She's no. not retreating. I can she guarantee gets, you, if we get thrown do. back <laughs> in the thunderous wave, um, and she 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 falls in a heap. All right. Next dude <clears throat> fails his save as well. Give me that damage. Um, it's going to be three plus five, so that's eight total. And and a ten foot push. Right. So he's going to go this way. Just because I'm Raskin. Sorry, just because I enjoy rules. So Thunderwave pushes a creature out of threat range of the fighter. The fighter is not moved by Thunderwave. The fight the fighter gets an opportunity attack. It says you do nice. not prov- you do not provoke an opportunity attack if something moves you without using your movement. So if something else, some other force moves someone out of the way, you don't get an opportunity attack. I thought you said it. I thought you read it's it not, first. That's it not does. what happens in Divinity: Original Sin. No, right? Divinity's been <laughs> cheating us. I think. So we're saying it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it, he no. that the creature has to move, to move on. Yeah, they have to move of their on their own free will, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Alright, and then Raskin himself saves. So go ahead and So the other guy got pushed beyond him, but he didn't knock over Raskin? No, Raskin dodged. <laughs> so this will be seven, so divided by two is four. And he doesn't get pushed. He does not get pushed. He holds fast. Sorry, guys, I tried. No, dude, that's um, like... that's. We need AoE right there. That's good. You can just do it again next turn, too. And I and I have no action left. You have movement. You can move. Um, that other guy would get an attack of opportunity. Bonus action, disengage. Um, so I, he, so he's a rogue, I, and he can disengage. I actually have that, um... But you're only there's only one where there's only one direction for you to move, and that door is open closed. It's it's push. It's not locked. Let's put it that way. You can push through it. Um, do 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 that. Do 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 do. Yeah, I think I'll. I think I'll. Oops! Stop drawing. Stop drawing stuff. How do I delete my stuff? Can I delete these shapes? Select your select your arrow, then click it, then delete it. Yeah. Select your arrow, click it, delete it. Click got it. Three hold so I'm guessing okay. my shield was blown by um, Thunderwave also. If I were, to I hadn't thought of that, it. but we could definitely do that. <laughs> Which I mean, you're gonna just call it back to you, so right. Yeah. So yeah. Sure. So I'll back up. I'll back up to here. All right, and you're gonna do your. So your and your disengage is a bonus action, right? My disengage um, is a bonus action. It's part of it's part of cunning action. Nice. Okay. Cool. 
So you disengage without a problem. I am going to disengage without a problem, but I'm only going to get back to right here because then I'll lose line of sight if I move any. Gotcha. Okay. So, so you, do you guys remember? You guys remember the cat tiger from the Five O movies? Yeah. Yeah. So these characters upside down look like tiger if he were different colors. <laughs> His mustache. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You'll never be able to not see I, that now. Oh I have gosh, been thinking yeah. about that. I have what been thinking about heck? that since since my last turn. Yeah, they're not people anymore. It's Tiger. They are happy. They are weird-looking cats with their creepy tongue poking out. Tiger! Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Why did you do that to me? Because I've been staring at that for 20 I'm minutes. Unseen. This is like one of those Garfield memes now. <laughs> All right, Sorry, John. and with that, okay. I need to run to the restroom real quick. So okay, you do that. I guess you guys can keep going. You don't need me right now. No, because this guy, who just got thundered, um, is going to attack the elephant. And so, Beric, no, not Beric. So seventeen plus five is going to hit you. Yeah, that probably shield. hits. And then he's going to come on down. Drawing his sword again, trying to find any place he can along your any chink in your armor or gap in your in your plates. What are you wearing anyway? Just chainmail, right? Uh just chain, yeah. Okay. He's gonna try to unhinge that chain. <laughs> and hit you for three. Like it. Week. The week. Okay. But he is gonna try to bite you. That's fine. And he's gonna miss. Good. All right, and his buddy in front of him, who's just barely holding on, he's also gonna take a swing and a miss. And he's gonna bite, and he's also gonna miss. Good. So that's and not gonna move. Raskin is pissed off and is going to dive on Ben or dive for Ben. First with the sword is going to definitely hit on that. And hit you for eight. Okay. Dang. This comes right across your chest, slashing a, a pretty decent gash in your in your leather armor plus your skin. And then he is I mean, ravenous with hunger. And is gonna try to bite you best he can. And is going to miss with a ten. Alright, Fen. Or shield. So I am going to muster up all my resolve, and I'm going to say, mm-hmm. Torm, do not abandon me, and I stick out my hand and call my shield to my arm. Your shield comes forth. And I am going to use um, Channel Divinity, and I am going to use my, um, it is called... My legendary strike, so I get a critical action on 19 or 20, and that lasts for one minute. Okay. And I am going to attack the rat to my right, because that one is has more hit points than the one right in front of me. Okay. So here we go. Here we go. Let's see if I can actually do something. That is a 15 plus 5. That is a 20. You are going. You're gonna smack him solidly right in the cranium, crunching one. his nose into his face. 
And that is 1d8 plus 5. That is 7 plus 5. That is what? That's 12? 12. Mm -hmm. um, yep, that's 12 points of damage. Okay. Yeah, you hear a pretty satisfyingly sickening crack as his nose just caves into his face and teeth and whiskers and blood come pouring down. All right. And that will be my turn. Yep, that's my turn. Talia, or Helia, her name is Helia. Now nah, you're doing is, it too. Is still down for the count. And it is your turn, Finn. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to cast Ensnaring Strike. That's one of my spell actions. And... Let's see here. This is my bonus action, right? So, uh, on here I have a question, though. So, I have, like, up at the top, there's, like, a modifier, spell attack, and save, right? So... Which, um, are we talking about um, in Staring Strike? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm just wondering, because my modifier says plus three, and the spell attack says plus five. So, I don't know what, what those are for. So, let's look at this real quick. On your... So I'm looking at your character sheet and I'm only seeing the on the ensuring track I'm just seeing it's like it's a a save of thirteen. So to restrain them, right? I have to fail a strength check to for them to be restrained, which we haven't been doing. We haven't yeah. been checking for the restraint, because it's essentially vines, right, that come out and, and hold them hold them fast in place. Yeah, and that guy that I killed the last turn should have also taken before because he shouldn't have been able to attack me because we didn't roll the the save throw, but he also takes 1d6 of damage at the beginning of the turn from the ensnaring strike, but... Okay. Uh, well, remember you, uh, remember remember to do that every time you cast your spell, or that when you use your spell let let us yeah. know what, what, it's, uh, what, it's, uh, what it's doing. So, basically, I have to beat a strength check of 13 to okay. not be ensnared. But, so, what I'm wondering is, so, for the ensnaring strike, like, I don't have to worry about that plus 5 or anything like that, that's just... Because it's just the next time you hit a creature. So if I hit you, then it, it automatically does it, right? Let me look at your... Hold on. It says the next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack before the spell ends, a uh, rithering mass of thorny vines appears at the point of right. impact. Right. And then... And then um, where are you seeing the plus five? I'm not seeing the plus five. Uh, it's just up when I'm looking in my spell sheet. There's just like there's That's... a modifier of plus three. That's and your spell, spell modifier. Yeah, that's that's to make it hit. That's to make it hit, right? So, oh, okay, so just, I don't need to worry about that for this nope, spell. Not, not for that specific spell, no. That's all I was just wondering. Like, I got you. I got you. Oh, I don't need to worry about this, you know, because it just says if I just hit you. So. This is yeah. Okay, this so one's I, just not a hit. This because there's no there's no need to roll for that to hit. Okay. Yeah. So I am, so I cast that and then I'm going to attack. Um. That guy. I can't remember his name. Raskin? Raskin. Yeah, there you go. Don John. Oh, oh rat face. Don John Raskin. Uh, and I got... Where's my stuff? Heck. Uh, 16. You're going to hit. So now I need to try to make a strength save to see if I get restrained. And an 18 is going to save. 
Okay. Uh, so then, that was the first yeah, short swing. Okay. I, mean, I can roll for the, the second one. Well, you still do damage, right? Did you yeah. roll your damage so, for the first one? Well, because I'm just, yeah, well, I just roll the damage after I would see if they both hit. But. Gotcha. So the second one is a heavy whiffer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, whoosh, a whoosh over his head. Yeah, so what do I got? A D6 plus 4. Uh, so I hit him for 8. Okay. With that one. And so... You cut a pretty last, a nasty long gash down his from his shoulder to his forearm. Because he tried to block with his... He, didn't, he didn't, had no, no recourse other than to lift his arm up and you slashed him pretty good. Okay. Sounds good. So, like, is that... It, it's not there anymore because you did the saving throw, right? It doesn't keep it... Correct. Straight. You do right. up just cast it again the next time. Right. Okay. Um, make sure. Mark that I used it. And um, yeah, that's all I. Let's see what should try and. Yeah, because that other guy is too far out of my reach, so I can't use my horde breaker. And uh, what about yeah, the so guy the to your? My... What about the guy to your left? Uh, no, he has to be within five feet of the target that I attacked. Oh, of the target. Okay, gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, yeah, so, cool, cool. Yeah, it says you can make a, another attack with the same weapon against a different creature that is within five feet of the original target and uh, within range of your weapon. That's good so, ability. I like it. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't be able to reach the guy down below or the other yeah. So the guy that was the guy that was thrown back against the wall with thunder, he is gonna pick himself up off the ground, head back towards um, Fen with his sword, not raised but actually leading, like he's gonna try to just plunge it into your into your head. Um, fifteen, does a fifteen hit? Nope, does not. Um, well, when he does miss, his sword kind of goes behind your back. You kind of deftly dodge it, but he's gonna take that chance and try to. Bites you under your chin and misses. Although as he comes, as he as he misses, he does kind of sniff, and then he gets this really nasty, evil grin on his face when he after he smells you. Sweet. Are you wearing Axe body spray? <laughs> it's true. I, I did get bitten before, so I might have the uh, smells like rat butt. <laughs> you know, maybe. No, no. <laughs> All right, Barry. I understand. My turn. I am Please. going to use my crossbow, engage this jabroni. This is just Thunderwave those guys again. Um. Well, I moved back, so if just I do it, you'd have to move forward and do it? Yeah. Think it'll work? I mean, they get hit uh, either way, whether they make a right. save or not. Right. Okay, and right. Well, and right. Again. Yeah, you do a yeah. Try it again. So right. yeah, I'll move forward and cast Thunder Wave on on one, two, three. Yep, those three right there. They'd be my. They'd be in the what you call it. Mm-hmm. So start okay. with start with that guy. Okay. So you're rolling against twelve. Yep. So that's thirteen on the first guy. So he's gonna take half damage. So roll your. Oh, jeez. So he'll take five hits. 
And he will not be pushed back. Okay. And then this guy. This guy. He is just barely going to make a 12. Tie goes to me, right? <laughs> no. Oh. And um, then... That's another... So he'll take five also. He will also take five. That's number... Okay. This guy just can't hack it anymore. And when the, when the thunder smacks into him, he just... He tumbles head over foot, rolling back, and crumples in a pretty nasty heap um, in a bloody mess on the to the to the wall on the side, and he is out of the fight. Raskin is going to completely fail on this. Like like a crit fail? <laughs> no, just going to completely fail. Jeez, he's he's going to take four total because wow. you know that's what happens when. When you get to do it that way, okay. He but is he gonna does get pushed. Back. He, so let's do this. He's supposed to get pushed ten feet back, right? He's gonna right. come bouncing off this wall, and you go ahead and roll me another. Uh, let's give it a D eight worth of damage. Eight. Nice. I was wondering about hitting the wall. Yeah. He. Yeah. Because his. His, he was not his momentum was not nearly dissipated you know by the by the time he got to the wall right so he bounces off pretty satisfyingly with the foot that's all you doing uh no I'm gonna use my my cunning action again to disengage okay okay that leaves this guy no choice but to come up in front of this uh, so Giant. he moved out of my area, so I can. He do... did move out of your area. He did, in fact. <laughs> That's the only opportunity. <laughs> Maybe like, I know that rule. Because <laughs> I get screwed all the time at Divinity Original Sin too. All the time. Opportunity attacks. And I fail. So you, um... <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah, go away. Like, dang it, you guy. I missed, guys. <laughs> Okay, he doesn't even notice the the lame, feeble, elvish attempt to hit him, and he's gonna try to stick his sword up through the bottom of Shield's tusks and crits. And I'm feeling really lucky, and I don't think uh-huh. you do crit. Dead dumb. I think you rolled a 17, <laughs> but it's still not a crit. And since my <laughs> AC is 18, uh huh. Well, it's it's so it's a nat 17. 17. Yeah, Plus so you his, still get your modifier, yeah. but it's but it's not double damage, so I'll take it. But it's not double damage. It's not double damage. Yeah, this guy. All right. So the sword doesn't I, quite. I just want to point out that when I tried to oh. roll low, I still rolled the seventeen. So <laughs> even when I roll high, it sucks for me. <laughs> nice. All right. So although his sword doesn't quite like pierce your your larynx, it does. Um, it does get pretty close to a jugular and hits, hits you for eight, coming up under your chin and through part of your face. All right. And then he just can't help but take a bite. Oh, man. That went flying. So that's a nat 19. He's going to bite you. I don't think he is. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think he's going to roll a three instead. Nice. That's good. That's my last one until the next long rest. Gotcha. Cool. All right. Okay. Um, this guy ends up dragging the dwarf out of the room. Raskin gets up, drags himself from the ground, and almost like on all fours is just barreling through, recognizing who the 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 epicenter of the so, and he's gonna try to um oh you stop it. Um I before you say anything, he would have crossed uh, right in front of Fen. He would have crossed right in front of Finn. Devin, you're also muted. Opportunity attack. <laughs> <laughs> I could have, I could have translated that. Uh, my opportunity attacks are not very good. Son of a, oh, come on! <laughs> Did you what, miss? What's the point yeah, of I that miss. ability? <laughs> he is, um, he's gonna dive through this door. Um, Kind of pushing it aside and stabbing right for for Barrick with the twenty one. Dang. Um. So no. You, oh, he misses with the twenty one. I'm just seeing if it works. Yeah, you know it works for me sometimes. Um, no. <laughs> this enters your shoulder again. For the second time in this fight, you feel the blade of a sword just pass cleanly through your body, nearly to the hilt, for eight. For eight. Mm-hmm. He grabs you by the shoulder and tries to clamp down with his mouth. And with a natural 20... Oh, my gosh. Bites you, inflicting another eight points of damage. Actually, but it's double, uh, right? Yeah. Well, at eight, eight plus. Hold on, because the bite itself for twelve points of damage total. And give me a Constitution saving throw. Gives my dice. Uh, six. You, as you, slip, I'm dead. Right, as you slip into death, you're not I'm dead. Out. No, I'm out. You're just unconscious. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be. Dead. You're knocking Where on you death's have? door. Yeah, you are. Knock, knock, yeah. His his door. bite finds more than more than he even expected, and um, just yeah, you 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 fall down in a heap. Shield. I see this happen, and I call upon Torm, and I cast Thunder Smite as a bonus action, mm-hmm. and I swing um, the hand of Torm right down on top of um, Raskin, and mm-hmm. I need to choose a different die, one that has not failed me all night. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is nine plus five. That is fourteen. That is gonna hit. Oh, it hits. I was I was worried there. So all right, 
So I'm going to roll some damage, because that's what my shield Kay. does. So that is... Let me see, let me see, let me see. Hand of Torm is 1d8 plus 5. Uh, what does a d8 look like? That is 4 plus 5, that is 9. And then when I hit with um, Thunderous Smite... Where's Thunderous Smite? The first time you hit with a melee weapon attack during this spell's duration, your weapon rings with thunder that is audible within 300 feet of you, and the attack deals an extra 2d6. Bad jump. So, extra 2d6. That is an extra 5 damage. So, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 damage total. And, okay. additionally, if the target is a creature, it must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away from you and knocked prone. So, when you bring this shield to bear, and, well, well what do you do? What, are you going to, like, smash him against the wall? How do you hit him? So, um, shield would be smashing down into the floor. Okay. Okay. And then the thunder would just, I mean, it would be a, you know, a crack of thunder would come out, and then that would blast him uh-huh. from, the, from the floor to the wall. So as you come down on top of him, the sound of his cracking body is indistinguishable from the sound of thunder. Because as he's as you're breaking through his fragile body, the thunder suddenly takes takes hold, and you push your shield all the way to the floor, and this guy practically disintegrates as he is sent in all directions. Um, in a pile, in a spray of viscera and bone and body parts, as the thunder just cracks the floor too when you come down and just completely obliterate this this nasty dude into nothingness. I like it. I did something right this game, guys. It took me a while, <laughs> but I showed up. I like it, Steve. It's and that's and that's my turn. Okay. Good job, man. Um, ben, your ears are slightly ringing from what just took place, but it was actually uh, something you can take pride in as you watch the the leader of this nasty band just be completely obliterated. We probably all can't hear anything after the two thunder waves in right. a small cave. So none of us yeah, can no. hear anyway. Everybody should be taking, like... We're all deaf. Psychic yeah. damage at this point. What? Alright, so I am going to attack the guy to my right with my short swords. Uh, 19. Definitely gonna hit. Some hits. And 24 for the second one. That's also a hit. Hit. 5 damage on the first. And 10 damage on the second. Nice. Um, yeah, you you kind of uh, practically um, eviscerate him a little bit. Um, he's holding on to his to his bloodied arm, um, but he's still in the fight. I look at him and I say, I'd tell you to eat rat crap, but you'd probably enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is that psychic damage? Because that gave me psychic damage. I know, right? 
It was not. It was not a. Um, it was not a. Uh, and a that's uh, my turn. Okay, he is after seeing his boss be exploded by a giant elephant person. He, despite the fact that you're going to take a swing at him, is going to begin to run away. You can do it, Devin. I got a seventeen. It's a hit. Is it my same attack, short sword attack thing? The Correct. Six? Yeah, roll your roll your sword, please. Yeah. Uh, seven damage. Okay, you um you almost hamstring him completely. He goes um goes down to the ground. He is dragging one useless foot behind him. Um but he is not quite dead. I say you are the chosen one. Just kidding, <laughs> you're gonna die. <laughs> All right, Barrick, give me your Barrick, give me your first death save. Are they all are they all three at, on this one turn or is it one and then a turn just one, and one and then one turn? Yeah, just one per turn. Yeah. Um the first one is an eight, so that's a failure. That's a fail. Um, failure. Okay. Okay, um, uh, Shield, he, um, because he's already engaged with you, he's not going to try to leave. He's a little frenzied by what just happened to his boss. He's still going to try to bring his sword up under your neck. 16 plus 20 is a hit. a hit. Yep. 16 plus 20? 16 plus, 16 plus 4 is 20. 16 plus 5 is 21, which it actually is. Oh, and um, he's going to... He's gonna find a pretty decent, a pretty decent opening and hit you for for eight. Wow. Okay. And then he is once again going to try to bite you. And he's gonna miss. And he's gonna miss. All right. It is your turn, Shield. Uh. Let's see, let's see. Two, two, two. Both. I yell out, kill him! I, uh, I can come and heal Beric once you kill that guy. So I am going to take another attack at this guy in front of me with the Hand of Torm. And that is 11 plus 5, that is a 16. That'll hit. And that is a 1d8. Plus five. That is eight plus five. That is thirteen damage. And you're coming down on top of him again. Yep. Okay. His spine snaps, and he just kind of pops out like a, you know how you like if you bend like a straw, a short piece of straw, and you actually let go, it just kind of goes flying. Yeah. Flicks away. That's exactly what happens. He just kind of bends and snaps and poof, flies over to the in in a in a pile of dead rat. All right. And I am going to come right over here and use my action to move to right there next to this other um, okay. were rat that is limping away. Okay. Cat. That's a cat. Were cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> over to the cat. All right. Halia is still out. It is your turn, Ben. Okay, so I have the spell Cure Wounds. Can I I can use that to heal Mike? You can. Is that possible? You have to be you touching can, him. Yes, though. you can. 
Yeah, so I'm going to move over right next to him. Against my better judgment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write this day down. This is the day that Finn held Barrett. not bad judgment, actually. <laughs> Pretty good judgment. Uh, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds, which is 1d8 plus 3 for mm-hmm. health. And so you get 9 health back. Thanks, man. You no longer have to worry about saving throws, and you are more a little more than stabilized. You didn't have Eric. to do that? <laughs> what, what were we going <laughs> to do? Well, I mean, he, he didn't. Okay, let's see. Did that work? It did work. Um, and that is it for my turn. Okay. Um, this guy seeing you um, coming, charging at him, is going to turn and make a pretty feeble attempt at swing at you, shield, and he's going to hit. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have Makes done that. Then. I didn't. Hit. <laughs> I didn't think he would hit. He's got his leg cut off and. Bleeding out, but he only hits you for um for three. Oh, you say only, but that's a lot. He hit, but it was he hit, but it was you know it wasn't a mighty it wasn't a mighty blow. I mean, of course, if you're really low on how, hit point, how much did he get you for, Steve? Three. Uh, he hit me three. for three. Yep. Um. He is gonna, and he he's, he's kind of too out of it to try to bite you. He's a little, a little too afraid. It is your turn, Beric. Um, I've got a healing potion on me that gives me two d four plus two, so I'm gonna go ahead and drink that. Okay. Oops, I should roll that in the box. Uh, so that six plus two is eight. It's back at 17 health. Look at you. Yeah, with the help of my comrades. That's what we do. I like it. All right, shield. All right, I am going to... Devin, how many spell slots do you have left? Uh, None. I used all three, so... Okay, I'm going to bring my shield down on top of this guy. I'm guessing because he's prone, I have advantage on the attack. He's not fully prone. I'm just saying you he's dragging he was, a foot behind. You said he was crawling around. Well, he's, he's not. <laughs> that is a natural like a 20, okay? Oh. That is a natural that 20. <laughs> You're going to do so much double damage. Should I Should I even roll? You don't need to roll. You I'm don't need roll, to roll anyway. Unless, unless you're... Unless... For some reason, your double damage is less than three. All right, so I'm going to roll double damage just because I can. Um, That's five, seven. That is 12, 24 damage, plus five. Feeling feeling somewhat vindictive about what you just had to go through after witnessing, first of all, a pretty nasty, like, unholy ritual. Second of all, being attacked by... These little, these little jerks. And you Shield is so upset shield. because Shield like knew something like this was going to happen. That shield felt it was this was too coming. good. You turn your shield and instead of smashing straight down, you kind of come slicing down like a blade and just bisect this guy. All right. So I do that, and then I make 
I take I'm gonna take my movement and come down the hallway. And I'm gonna say, leave the dwarf and run, and you may live. Do you open that door? Yeah, I kick that door oh, open Steve, so don't, hard. Don't open the door. <laughs> no, I I kick it open so hard. It's the hardest I've ever kicked anything in my life. I'm the like door goes flying. I'm like Vigo Mortensen killing it, kicking a splintering. Yeah, splintering helmet. into a million pieces. And when the when when your sight finally adjusts to the darkness beyond, you see. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Not only do you see the guy that was dragging the dwarf away, but very large, nasty, fully formed rats the size of people with their teeth bared, their eyes glinting, and bloodlust in their eyes. And that is where we will end. Shield, you fool! Is that not enough experience to level up yet? Like right in the middle of the fight, can we level up and regain hit points right in the middle of the well, fight? Is that well, how it I mean, works? This, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we killed their leader. You did, and it would have been a good. It would have been a good leveling up place. Um, Freaking paladin! Everyone, thanks for hanging out. We'll see what happens next time because spell slots are spent, healing potions are spent, and. All right. I've got healing potions. <laughs> I do too, but we're also... All right. Until next time, there's a thing that I'm going to play, and it's going to be a cool thing that I play too. I'm just warning you now, as I find it, it's going to be pretty cool when I play it. I promise. Let's play it.